doing like the Whipmaster, the Whipmeister, the Whipmeister, Meister, Whister. <laughs> okay, was that F U in Chris language? Or you're very witty. You're very. You're on the ball. You're adorable, and you're funny, and you're cute. And and by the way, you do look stunning today. Well, carry on. I like the way this episode is going. <laughs> Don't you let do. me interrupt you, I always I don't, say. I don't know. I, I don't know if it's the lighting. I don't know if you got your makeup no. just right because no. you look like you're fresh and you just got off of a long day at work. Yeah. Well, it, no, it's all me. It's, it's just, it's all me. It's all my, 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 my radiance shining through. Thank you for noticing because sometimes it, my radiance goes unnoticed and I really, that really that it, puts it a hurts. dent in my forehead, which ruins my radiance. <laughs> it does. It's, but it does. It will sting. I apologize, but I did want you to know that you look adorable today. Thank you. Well, thank you. And you look amazing in your new, uh, recording area. You look, the lighting is perfect. Yeah, like the room round. is practically dark. Yes. <laughs> I was like, no lighting in here. Thanks, Deb. You really won me over on that. Wow, I Come feel great. Come on. Ooh, <laughs> ooh. We, we have to get those round lights that make everybody look good. You know those round ones? Yeah, we have a bunch of them. You Should do? I pull, yeah. Yeah. There's probably one in here. In case oh. anyone's wondering, I am out of my balcony. I am yes. now into my son's room. I'm like, why freeze on the balcony when I can just utilize the college kid's room? Right? right. He's off of college. Why should it stay dusty and yeah. dormant? Well, exactly. I think that that's really, I don't think you're looking for a, a more comfortable place to do the podcast. I think it's to prevent the dust yes. from gathering in your son's room. I dare say you should be <laughs> very grateful that you're there collecting the dust. You know, and I bet he won't be. I bet he won't be. No, probably yeah, He'll not. be like, get your computer out of here when he comes home. Yeah, probably. And, and dust it off first. Yeah. Don't take my dust with you. It's, it's <laughs> my dust, damn it. <laughs> well, the good news, oh, well, it's not good news. I just, I think we need to apologize to everybody or, you know. We do. We need thank to explain everybody. ourselves. And yeah, thank we do. everybody. Yeah, we suck kind of-ish a little. Well, we just got all stuff, you know, like just stuff started happening. It's a busy time of year and 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 you were traveling and you know, I can't be expected to do everything on this podcast, Chris, okay? So just, you know, we have we the funny thing is that we actually have a few episodes in the can, but Chris couldn't get around to editing them as usual waiting for me to pick up the slack. <laughs> She's still waiting. And, and you know, and Chris didn't even have time to tweet, which I was surprised because Deb, you know, Deb's usually right on it to tweet and hit the Facebook and the Instagram. She's usually right on it. Obviously, this, it, they, it wasn't in the stars this week. So It wasn't in the stars. We do want to thank. We had a whole bunch of people reach out and check to make sure we were still going to be recording, see if we were okay. And we do yeah. appreciate it. It was very nice because we did go radio silent like that. We usually we announce did. if we're not going to release any episodes or anything, but yeah. we didn't. So we thank everybody who reached out. We are good. Just yeah. not enough hours in the day. Dang I it. know. Dang it. I know. Yeah, it was super, super cute that people checked in on us. And thank you so much. Like it was just, it was adorable. It gave us even more fuel to sort of get back at it. Not that we took any time off. It just kind of happened. <laughs> we just, right. We actually we got did, busy. We, we got a couple of recordings done. Like we said, we yeah. just, I just, okay, it's all my fault. It's mine. I well, just, I, I just, underperformed. <laughs> I you suck. You let the podcast down. I did. I oh did. my God. That sounded so harsh. And I only meant it to be a little bit harsh. <laughs> <laughs> 
I'm a failure, really. Yeah. That's all it is. <laughs> no, you're amazing. You are definitely the driver behind this podcast. Oh, and- my God. I failed like my car did for the inspection. Oh, my God. No wonder I'm just crawling into a hole and dying. Oh, <laughs> do you think that your car failing the inspection or whatever you call it was like a, what's it called? Foreshadowing? Probably was. It was like a failing? big snowball effect, I think. Right. Yeah. You know, yeah. It's like a little this, a little that. And, and next thing you knew, you know... I got a big R shoved on my windshield, like your really? big red R, your reject really? for the year 2024. <laughs> do they really do that? They really do that, yeah. But what's the purpose? <laughs> are you allowed to drive your car if it's like rejected or whatever? Yes, you oh, are. Oh, wait, you have you have 60 days, I think, to fix it. Wait, that's the punishment. You have to walk around town, right? Drive around town with a big R on your windscreen. Are you obliged to like drive a certain number of hours so so many people will see how? What it looks like if you don't have a car that passes the inspection. It's well, like a scarlet letter. It was a scarlet letter that I quickly, obviously wanted to cover up. I mean, I had that sucker reinspected within 24 hours. <laughs> <laughs> but had you done anything to rectify the situation? I the did. Situation? I knew that the car was going to need tires. We were <laughs> kind of trying to hold off on it, but we evidently wait. needed it a little more than we wanted it to need it. So Wait, I, wait, wait. Clarification. Did it actually have tires on it? Or there it were just tires needed- on it. I don't <laughs> live in a place that, you know, they were removed. But there wasn't really much left to them, to be fair. <laughs> the whole bald-headed eagle Kind of was. It's a good thing it didn't snow, probably. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Well, like I've said, um, yeah, I don't envy your trips home anymore. You're, you're very busy. <laughs> this was a weird one. This was, was a weird, weird, one. And, weird one. And we do say that the all of 2023 has been weird. It so we are looking been. to... I hate to say it, knock on wood. Yeah. No, faux wood. This is not real wood. (laughs) (laughs) I hope Um, he got a real wood in his new house. Oh, wait. Hold on. Wait. You got wood? There. He's got a little tiny wood chest. Um, (laughs) Yeah, it was a weird year. So it only fit for the rest of the year. But 2024 is coming up. Yeah, we said we're going to do a quick, quick, quick intro because we have a great show coming up. We really do. We really, really super duper pooper do. Mm -hmm. Um, This is... I don't even know how to start. (laughs) <laughs> Actually, I really don't know how to start. We don't know how to finish it, <laughs> yeah. you mean. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, Look, yeah. we are so lucky. We yeah. we got to have, sit down. It's not an interview. We had a conversation yeah. with one of our, he's one of our earliest yeah. supporters. I'll yes. say that. Yes. Um, we love him. Everybody listening knows who it is. Mm-hmm. Oh, that was that my cue to say who it is? Ah, uh, that's okay. I'll continue. <laughs> <laughs> I and everybody that. loves him and we all miss him. Yeah. I'm talking about the man, <laughs> the, the myth, myth. Mm-hmm. the legend, mm-hmm. Ted, the hillbilly heel from the Heel Truth podcast. Woo! Yes, that's right. <laughs> we yeah. sat down and we, this literally could be an eight hour oh, uh, so conversation. Been. It uh, We say this all the time, like, we just are so lucky to be sitting down with these absolutely incredible people who feel like they've just been friends forever and ever and ever with Ted. It was just like this, like we were out for, I don't know, a drink or a coffee, you know, having an amazing conversation. We could have talked for hours and hours. He's amazing. And even more amazing than we thought, which was (laughs) pretty amazing. Exactly. And I think everyone's going to enjoy this because they know him from his podcast, Mm -hmm. but we get to the Ted side of life. We get to actually meet Ted. 
That's not right. the podcaster. So I think exactly. you're going to love it. Yeah. So I think we need are. to wrap this up so you can hear a great episode. I hope you enjoy it. And please, everybody, you know, follow Ted. Take a listen yes. to him. Um, he's not too much on social media anymore. So follow his podcast. Available. Yeah. I think and- it's a, a, he's on YouTube as well, right? Correct. Yep. Uh, he's on YouTube too. Okay. Yeah. So go find him. Um, and if you've listened to Ted, definitely listen to this because you're going to hear all kinds of things you never knew about him. Yeah. So exactly. without further ado, here we go. Enjoy. You are currently listening to one half of the greatest tag team of podcasts there are out there today. Once you get finished with this great episode, go on over on Spotify, Apple, Amazon, Google, even over on YouTube and check me out, Ted the Hillbilly Hill of the Hill Truth Wrestling Podcast, award-winning, critically acclaimed, number one in Antarctica, and I'm going to break down the bad guys, the villains, the hills of professional wrestling, and always remember, there's the real truth, then there's the heel truth. Your Wi-Fi is okay, Ted. It, it has been. I hadn't had yeah. a problem with it. Okay, it's 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 us. It's, it's us. Uh, Spectrum <laughs> Charter's finest. <laughs> we can't argue with that. <laughs> now, Ted, I got to ask you, where in North Carolina are you from? I well, I live. We've lived down here over twenty years. Um, I'm about an hour north of Charlotte. Oh, okay. Mm. I spent a full. Five months living in Wilmington. Okay, so you was out on the <laughs> out on the coast. Sure, I was. Yeah, ah. yeah. I moved down there right after high school with a boyfriend, and then promptly moved back home. <laughs> <laughs> it, it was the area's fault. It wasn't the boyfriend's fault. Yeah, yeah. I'm sure. Yeah. <laughs> Got blame it on North Carolina. Sure. <laughs> How come I have known you for twenty billion years, and this is the first time I'm hearing about this? What yeah. else will come to light, Chris? Um, I don't know. <laughs> I guess time will I don't tell. have an answer for you. <laughs> okay. Well, I guess we will see. <laughs> see, we learned. There you go. We did. And we yeah, laughed. And laughed. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Ted, we're so excited you're here. Honestly, it's like talking to... I mean, it's funny because your communication has been with Chris. You and I, I don't think, have ever spoken. No, <laughs> she won't give you access to the email. You, you see, it's not for lack of trying, right? <laughs> but when we get through with this episode, you'll probably see why she doesn't give me access. <laughs> well, we don't want to overwhelm her. Okay, okay. You know, like last week, uh, well, I did uh, see who was it? Your interview with Ben, I haven't finished all that yet. I just mm-hmm. started that. Yeah. Uh, the week before, uh, Dracula Untold. Uh, if you've not seen that, you I haven't see that. seen it yet. But I did yeah. actually really love that episode. <laughs> I loved yeah. learning about Vlad that. I had was no a good idea. guy. He was all of the Vlads. All of the Vlads. Yes, <laughs> he was a charmer. Oh, you are so sweet for listening to our and episodes. The <laughs> um, who's the guy? Um, I don't forget his name. The podcast guy. Oh, Chris. Oh, uh, it's Chris. Yes, yes, Chris. Chris. From Podcast. Some good, yeah. I- some good information. I did disagree with him on a few things, but some still some good information. So. Fair enough. Yeah. Fair enough. <laughs> Just yeah, good to get. See, like the ad started. part. <laughs> if mm-hmm. you do got something to sell, that's good. But even if you get those pre-recorded ads, mm-hmm. then you only get like pennies on the right. how many right. reviews. Right. Because so you know, like on the Spotify for podcasters, I qualified for them, and every now and then they'll run those ads. Right. I don't make much money on it, but 
when you hear my podcast and you hear an ad, if you don't know anything about the monetary thing, mm -hmm. what's the first thing you think? That you're making money. Right. No? That I'm big enough that I have yes. ads, that I'm exactly. important. Yes. And it's all about perception because Ew. my audio half the time sucks. Mm. Like I said, I record and do everything on my phone. Really? <laughs> yeah, this is my wife's laptop. I, I don't do anything. I am. You talking about cheap? <laughs> Dollar, gen, dollar general headphones. There you go. Perfect. And I do it. And that's the whole illusion that I am right. big enough that I have ads already and all yeah. this stuff. My YouTube, I record all them videos now and I started doing the YouTube stuff. I'm actually doing pretty good on the YouTube. I'm getting thousands of views on uh, wow. my episodes and my shorts and stuff like that. And it's all, uh, it's all I'm faking it. I'm pretending Wow. That's the thing. Confidence. It's you just got to pretend you know what you're doing and people will buy it. Like Especially fake it till you make it. Fake yes. it till you make it. And yeah, well, absolutely. Yeah. Well, well we pretend that about... to be podcasters. And right. so far people have believed us. So yeah, we get it. <laughs> Except that we constantly tell them we're not. Yeah. But like um, those, those ads that you get where, you know, if you, if they use your code, they get a certain right. percentage off and you get a little something for it. I always believed in listening to other podcasts that once you got offered those, you are a big podcaster. Yeah. yeah. So that, yeah, it that's does. it. That's yeah. the whole thing is if you pretend like I, you know, my catchphrase, I tell people that I'm critically acclaimed <laughs> award winning and I am critically acclaimed in my household. The award <laughs> I got, I gave myself. And I'm I dying to know the award. <laughs> yeah. And the, uh, the, you know, number one podcast in Antarctica and until somebody can prove that I'm not, then, you know, the burden of proof is on them. Okay. This is seriously, no joke, so inspiring because I think that applies to so many things in life in general, not just, even though, you know, podcasting really is all there is to life. Um, there, you know, <laughs> in my house anyway. Uh, yeah. Um, I totally agree that you just have to like believe yourself there. And you get there, whether it's perceived or not, oh, yeah. you're kind of achieving what you want to achieve. I don't know. It's very, very cool. But we didn't know that that was, we believed everything. <laughs> it's, it, my analysis on wrestling is factual, but mm -hmm. pretty much everything else that I say on the show is pretty much a lie. <laughs> not everything. Come on. Well, like, like, look at my episodes. Episode mm -hmm. 245, and mm -hmm. I haven't even been doing it two years. I started out with episode 100. You haven't been doing it two... Oh, you, you know, you say that, and I saw that, and I'm like, wait, why didn't the other ones load? You son right. of a... <laughs> I started with episode 100, and oh then, because I started in February of 2022. So did when we. When I got to December, I had, what, one a week, 52 weeks. So I was like at 150-something. January of 2023, we started on episode 200. Oh, oh because, that is so I mean, what, again, who's, what, the podcast police is going to arrest me? I mean, <laughs> I love that. I and, really. And, and oh. 2024, we're going to really throw everybody off because there's <laughs> 26 letters in the alphabet, double them, and you got 52. So January 2024, the first episode is going to be episode A. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> And then we're going double A, right? double B, double C, double D, all that to double Z. Oh, in 2024. Oh my God. Then How in creative. 2025, 
I don't know the Mesopotamian alphabet, but we may go with the Greek letters. <laughs> oh, We're not allowed go. to share it. You yeah. know. Yeah. So. yeah. Oh, that is funny. Oh, Bravo I mean, to you. Great job. Well, How creative. I mean, numbers are probably just a social construct. It Not is. Probably. They are. Yeah, they're they're arbitrary. You can well, assign yeah. a number to anything. So if I want to start with episode 100, I'll start with episode 100. You better bet you can. Chris, we've been doing it all <laughs> wrong. <laughs> what else is new? Yeah. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> but you say that, yeah. but you think about it, you know, we everybody worries about numbers. You know, numbers, yeah. numbers, numbers, numbers. But how many people like have big numbers who bought them off the, mm. you know, one of those podcast promoters. Oh, right. honest numbers. Oh, yeah, sure. Yeah, right. Move along, move along. Robots. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So yeah. it's 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 all a perception and it's all just, it's like I said, you just got to pretend like you know what you're doing and the rest of it will be fine. Oh, my God. That's brilliant. <laughs> but Ted, could we just see your, like, a, just a piece of ID just before we go any further? Just hold your ID up to the, up to the camera. Uh, just, we just need to know with you. It, yes, no. it is me. <laughs> okay. It is me. <laughs> Okay, so this is terrible. We've been talking for eight minutes and we haven't even told people who you are. This is why we do our intros after because yeah. we know we screw up the beginning of every Always. interview. We just get super excited <laughs> and we like lose focus. We lose focus. It's like, you know, it's like fan crushing, you know? Because we are fans. Do you want to tell know. us, tell everybody who you are? Do you want yes, to introduce Yes, uh, Ted you? Okay. the Hillbilly Heel and Ooh. Heel, H-E-E-L, which is a wrestling term meaning a bad guy. If you caught some of their episodes with BC, and you may understand that. Yeah. Um, like I said, critically acclaimed, award-winning, <laughs> the Hill Truth Wrestling Podcast found on Spotify, Amazon, Apple, wherever you get your audio listening pleasure. Also on YouTube, where you can check out my shorts and videos over there. And uh, I just love talking about wrestling. And, um, you know, I'm a dad, uh, yeah. a husband, a father, uh, grandfather, all that <gasps> type of stuff. Wow. So. Oh, my God. We want to dig into all that. But Chris and I decide we're going to try to be structured, which isn't really <laughs> okay. our thing. So yes. it's not going to work. But we just like you said, we're going to try to believe that it's going to be structured so that we might actually be structured. So what did we say, Chris? What did we start, <laughs> what did we, what were we going to start with? Well, we were going to find out. If we were going to first discuss Ted and his wrestling, his wrestling. It was all wrestling. Like what made him get into wrestling? Yeah. You know, how oh, long, how yes. old were you? I, I, you were young. Weren't what you? were you Late? wearing? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> do what? <laughs> well, what, what were you wearing when it happened? Oh, <laughs> um, <laughs> see, I was, um, cause I'm like 52. So oh, me too. Uh, Welcome to the club. Yes. Yay! Yes. So, <laughs> Late seventies, uh, Grandma used to have wrestling on and That's watched like BC. it. Yeah, I'm and sorry, you and the you and BC probably related? what I was wearing was um, <laughs> bell bottoms. Knowing at that time, um, let's see, what was it? Mom probably had me if it was during the fall or winter. I can't remember. Probably Wrangler jeans, yeah, for the boy, mm-hmm. and oh some kind of Garanimals or whatever it was t-shirt. <laughs> <laughs> or like a plaid shirt with those really long pointy collars. No, maybe, no, oh, no. That I was, was a kid. little boy. No, we didn't wear those. Okay. We didn't wear those. <laughs> well, maybe in Canada. But yeah, just just wore. watching it with grandma and then growing up and just uh loving watching it. Uh it was uh you know, it's male soap opera, basically. It's fifty two weeks a year. Thank you. Yes, that's yes. exactly how I described it. It, it yep. 
exactly. Because if you think about it, it's the only thing, you know, back in the day, we didn't know that it was scripted, planned. We always had that 1% doubt. Is it real? Is it not? Right. Mm -hmm. And uh, I would watch it with my dad. Uh, As I got older, me and my friends would watch it. Um, I watched it with my children. I got out of it for several years because it just got. There was only one company, WWE, for a while there, and they had a monopoly for almost 20 years. So 2019, I got back into it when the company AEW started up. So uh, just got really back into it and um, just started. I got on Twitter for the first time Mm -hmm. and found out there was all these wrestling people and Mm got talking to them and a lot of them were podcasts and they invited me on some podcasts and my kids said, dad, you know enough about this stuff. Why don't you start your own podcast? So that's where we're at. That's amazing. But that's a big lull. Like for 20 years, you weren't watching it. Like, no, no, no. I was watching it some in and out, but for 20 years, there was only basically one company. Right. So yeah, no competition. Right. It got boring. It got, you know, and, yeah. and, and, and what I explained to people, the love of wrestling, just like, uh, back in the day, uh, I will admit during my college years, me and my college roommate, which my mom had watched them growing up, but, um, we would sit in our dorm in between classes and, uh, we watched days of our lives at one <laughs> o'clock in another world at two o'clock. Oh my God. God. I love you, Ted. Oh my God. He's oh my mine. God. I love you. No, he's Stop mine. It. That was hey, me in the eighties and nineties. Yes. Woman. I have been on cruises with Days of Our Lives. That's yes. how much I like Days of the, Our Lives. The, the Brady family, you oh, know, um, through yes. all that, uh, you know, uh, I mean, Stefano DeMero might be one of the greatest heels of all time. He really <laughs> was. He really was. You know. Oh, my God. And then on Another World, you had Victor Kyriakis. And, no, and Victor was that. on Days. Victor was on Days. Yes, Victor was on oh, Days. I'm sorry. Uh, um, Jake, I World, think. I'm thinking of uh, the white-haired gentleman with the ponytail. Yeah. Uh, uh, oh, Carl. Carl. Carl, yes, who ended up marrying Rachel after all. Yes. yes. I have pictures with him. Oh, I loved him. Yes. Um, <laughs> but but all those people. Jack Devereaux, very misunderstood <gasps> character. Yes, he was, but he was great. Oh, my God. Do you remember when... Um, Deb, sorry, we've lost you. Do yeah, you remember you when... You win. <laughs> it was that big... All Everybody was getting murdered. Yeah. And... Um, <laughs> And nobody knew about Andre yet. It was yes, uh, yes. It, he was the very first evil brother was Andre. Yes. But I used to have a closet that had all the pictures of Days of Our Lives people. And we were trying to figure out who it was. We didn't know about Andre, so we had like Ooh. we had the lines the and red in my closet. That you're always yes. talking about yes, yeah. That's how much we wanted to know about it. Okay, yes. okay. Uh, Tangent. You know, it was great stuff. Like I said, you know, you had Roman Brady leaves John Black, who was Roman, but really oh, he wasn't Roman. Yep. And then when Roman comes back and John and and you know, it was just all all great stuff. But unlike regular TV series like Seinfeld or whatever mm-hmm. cheers take your mm-hmm. pick fill in the blank mm-hmm. days of our lives and stuff are 52 weeks a year right mm, right true yeah Five okay days a week. so is professional wrestling unlike football yep. unlike baseball basketball there are no off seasons so it's right. 52 weeks a year you've got new storylines new plot lines and some shows are a 10 out of 10 and mm. some of them are just table setting for Mm-hmm. Two episodes down the road, and they're only a six out of ten. Mm-hmm. But that's what happens when you get fifty-two weeks a year, and that's why I love it because it's always there every week. More characters, 
who's getting killed off or yep. right, injured, right, right. and then they come back from an injury or suspension or or whatever. So uh, oh, yeah, it's male soap opera. Now, do you oh have a year God. that the, like a a set year of wrestling that you really preferred? Like, is it the Randy Savage Hulk Hogan years? My my what I call my peak wrestling enjoyment was 1985 to 1987. Okay. Uh, the Jim Crockett promotions, the, uh, it was considered the territory days, TBS every Saturday night, six Oh five, uh, Ric Flair, Arn Anderson, oh, four Rick horsemen. Mm-hmm. That was my thing. And those three years to me were the greatest three years of wrestling. Do you think that that they were really the three greatest years of wrestling or did, do you think it has to do with your age? Like it was just like a, the perfect storm of being a teenager and I don't know, having fun with this. Probably just like yeah, yeah. 86, 87, 88 yeah, may yep. have been and a little bit of 89 may have been the greatest music ever invented. That's exactly what I was going to say. It just may because, have been. It may because, have been. Because we like as 80s kids, I mean, I was born in 1970, but in Chris, what, 71? Yeah. So Ted, were you in board in 1970? 71. 71. Um, so we, it's like, was 80s music really the best music or is it just because those were like the pinnacle years? I I still don't know. I still don't know. Um, probably from a psychological or sociological experiment, you would probably say it's based on your nostalgia and you're there, yeah. but I'm biased and I'm just going to say, no, it's the greatest. So yeah. there it is. And that's my opinion <laughs> and that's what I'm going with. Yeah. And- because again, even though we're here, me. Go look mm-hmm. at the last couple of years after the pandemic and even a little bit before the pandemic. Mm-hmm. What are some of the biggest selling tours? It's all these reunion oh. tours. Guns and Roses, once right. they got Slash and Duff back into the group, yeah. and yep. they're selling out. You yeah. know, you've you've got all this resurgence of 80s hair metal bands getting yeah. and they're selling out every time they go somewhere. So yeah. You know, it's because the people listening can afford it now because the tickets are outrageous. <laughs> well, now that might be too. But, <laughs> yeah. Hi, Chris and Deb here. We want to take just a moment to tell you about the ultimate all-in-one podcasting solution. We are talking about a one-stop shop where you can record, edit, distribute, and even monetize your podcast. That's right. We are talking about Zencaster. As you know by listening to our podcast, we are a little bit technically challenged, but Zencaster saved the day. All we have to do is log on and press record. It can't get much easier than that. We've been using Zencaster since day one and can't help but notice they're getting better and better. We all know Zencaster provides high quality audio. It, it records in 16-bit 48K wave audio per guest and regardless of your internet connection. And very important, there is no time limit. Plus, they keep you recording, so there's no need to panic about losing it. And for me, personally, I love that it records on separate tracks to make my editing easier. Not into editing? No worries. Zencaster has got you covered. They offer a post-production process that makes your voice buttery smooth, and better yet, it removes all those annoying ums and awkward pauses. By the way, Zencaster's not just audio. Their video is just as amazing. It records up to 4K. That's to give you that professional quality your podcast deserves. Listen, we didn't even cover everything. There is so much more. So if you want to make your podcasting journey the easiest it can be, go to Zencaster.com slash pricing and use our code today. We laughed and you'll get 30% off your first month of any Zencaster paid plan. 
we want you to have the same easy experience that we do for all of your podcasting and content needs. Again, for 30% off your first month, go to Zencaster. That's Z-E-N-C-A-S-T-R dot com slash pricing and use our code today we laughed. That's one word. It's time for you to share your story. So what, um, I don't even know where to start. Like, did you say that you, North Carolina, you've been there uh, for the 20, 20 years, five years, 20, 20, somewhere in there. Okay. So a little longer than me. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> originally right. from Virginia, mm-hmm. the Western part of the state, mm-hmm. the Appalachian, not okay, Appalachian. Is, okay. Really? A, I'm sorry. I'm from Appalachian. there. We call it Appalachian. Okay. Okay. But Ted, we don't know if we can believe everything you saw. Oh, <laughs> trust me on this one. This, this is a hill I'll die on. One of those Appalachian hills. Uh, oh my right at the border of Kentucky and West Virginia. So wow. when y'all talk Mothman, Mothman, you're things, so close. Right. So you know, close. I know all this stuff. <laughs> Uh, when you were mama. talking about how those people talk, these these are my people. <laughs> oh, I did god. edit quite a bit out, by the way, because I was like, "Oh my god, I hope we're not insulting." It's just we don't no, speak no, in no. the same no. time. We, we we talk that way. We know we talk that way. So that's the love thing. it. Uh, so yeah, I was born and raised there, coal mining town. Oh, all wow. the stereotypes you can think about that was oh. there. I did not. Uh, me and my wife did go to high school together, but we oh. were not related. Oh, okay, I will <laughs> okay, say that. that's good. Good to know. <laughs> Your business. We just yeah. not gonna intervene. Um, yeah. Oh we, my god. We went to high school. She's a year um, um, behind you. Yeah, I, I'm just trying. I don't want to give her age away. So yeah, several years, but legally, yeah, <laughs> yeah. That, yeah. yeah. Okay. At some several. point in time, it was, yeah. at some point in time, it was legal. Don't you worry? Yeah. <laughs> no, uh, she's a year behind me. We went to high school together. I thought she was a stuck-up snob. Uh, <laughs> did not like her in high school because oh uh, she God. lived in a fancy brick house. Oh, and, those uh, that'll do it. Yeah, you know. So yeah, you know that. But then we moved off and uh, met up at college and. Uh, been married okay. 30 years now. So. Aw, congratulations. God. That's awesome. Okay, you reminded me of, uh, was it Loretta Lynn and the coal miner's daughter? That was such a good that movie. That was your only That reference. was a great movie. That was a great movie. Wait, yeah. that was my only thought. <laughs> Loretta Lynn, was Crystal Gale her sister? Well, you guys had a lot. Yes. You, you, you see, I know stuff. I, I might not Crystal know. Crystal Gale was her sister. Or okay. is her sister. Is her, yeah, still alive. God, yes. I'm knocking on wood. Um, wow, it's incredible to think. Uh, I just try to so, think of... Yeah. Little okay. known fact about coal miner's daughter, that butcher's holler that she was from. Yeah. Okay. My wife's grandmother, her family were raised just down the holler from Loretta Lynn's family. That I just got holler. chills. I just seriously just got chills. <laughs> so. Chris, that's what we're gonna watch tonight. Chris is visiting me. I think did you get that? We are Yes. We are yes. you know, Chris, we have such a famous podcast. We shouldn't really be the both of us at the same place for I security know. reasons. I know. Just like, well, we, just like the Taylor family in- doesn't fly together. <laughs> <laughs> it's because we're poor, Deb. It's because we're poor. That's why we don't fly together. Okay. Speak for yourself. Okay. No I'm kidding. All right. So, um, college in in yes. around this area. Where? What did you study? I'm super interested. <laughs> okay. So, oh God. my my odd career path. When I first graduated <laughs> high school, I was going to go and be a pharmacist. Oh, I love and pharmacies. So uh, <laughs> I know I really do. Yeah. Uh, and pharmacists. But, wow. but the school I went to uh, didn't have a really good 
but you know, bachelor's program. program to get me into pharmacy. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I moved back home and just went to community college and done my general ed. Mm-hmm. Then I went to another school. I traveled, went to a lot of schools <laughs> and I ended up at this other school. And, um, I, for some reason I had, all, I kept on taking these psychology classes and they were like, well, you, you wouldn't take long to finish with a degree in psychology. And then I was going to finish that. And then that's when me and my wife got together. And um, then it dawned on me that a bachelor's degree in psychology will get you nowhere and get you no money. That's what I was thinking. Like that in liberal arts, I mean. (laughs) Yeah. So I was like, well, I'm not going back to do my master's or or doctorate in it. And then that was when we first got married. We moved to North Carolina Mm-hmm. And I was just, uh, I went to work in furniture factories and other odd jobs trying to figure <laughs> out what I wanted to do. Yeah. And they had a program at a community college where I got a degree in nuclear medicine technology. <laughs> As one would all assume is exactly where this was leading. Okay, yeah. Dr. Ted. Well, <laughs> it sounds it sounds a lot bigger than what it is. Uh <laughs> But basically, uh, if you've ever had a um, uh, a bone scan, a PET scan, mm-hmm. uh, different things like that, mm-hmm. we would inject radioactive uh, isotopes into the person and scan them. Mm-hmm. A lot of heart scans, a nuclear medicine stress test where you walk on the treadmill and get the pictures. Uh-huh. Did those and um, keep talking? Yeah, worked a lot with radiation. <laughs> You know how Deb loves a good surgery and so forth. I do. I know you're talking my language. Uh, You guys might have lost me on the soap operas, but say that. Say that if you nuclear walking on the thing. Say that again. Yeah, a a (laughs) nuclear, a nuclear medicine stress test. Oh my god! Most people, they'll get the heart, they'll get the chest pain, they'll go in. And a lot of times they'll just walk them on the treadmill to see if yeah. they've done. But if they yeah. die, <laughs> that, that is a very the the probability because people have mixed up EKGs are just normal, especially in women. Just mm-hmm. walking on the treadmill gives a lot of false positives. So, mm. ooh, false positives. So you've got two other options. You've got the gold standard, which is the cardiac catheterization, where they actually more ooh. invasive. They put the tube up through. Uh, a groin or artery in your arm, shoot, die, which is not what right. I use. That's another miscommon. Die is something completely different. Okay. And they'll check out the arteries in the heart. Okay. What we do, which is the silver standard, just a little bit below that, but non-invasive, you walk on the tread. We, we do a resting image of the heart mm-hmm. to see how the heart is at rest, get the heart rate up. I would inject the radioactive tracer and it would go in, and then you'd take pictures after that, and you could get two sets of images, and you'd get a pretty good close approximation of what was going on with your heart. Well, I know my heart rate's up. What about you, Chris? <laughs> I'm just thinking, what if I went to Chernobyl first and then came home? Would it give me the kind okay, of the same so, thing? Okay, <laughs> funny story. So when you're in nuclear medicine, funny you hear all story. these stories. Yeah. So we, uh, some of the isotopes, the normal ones that we would use, only have a six-hour half-life. So after six hours... They're out of the body, mm-hmm. about the same amount of radiation you get from normal x-ray, so nothing dangerous. But there mm-hmm. are some things that you give that have a longer half-life. So um, we did uh, iodine mm-hmm. uh, studies mm-hmm. for people with thyroid problems. Mm-hmm. Uh, one hospital I worked at, um, 
we had a doctor there that instead of tr- worrying about your thyroid, if your thyroid levels was off, he would just give you radioactive iodine. It would kill your thyroid. Then he would put you on thyroid hormone the rest of your life. Oh. Probably not and, the best decision, but. But yeah. that's the way it was. So at this <laughs> right. one hospital, I always got stuck with administering that dose. So I used to say that during that, I worked there for about a year. I can't tell you, I was the thyroid killer. I oh. killed more thyroids. <laughs> They're going to make a podcast you about you. They're yes. going <laughs> to come back and get you. So, you ever- <laughs> so that one, we had one and they got out, but you know, you give the them all these regulations. Got out? They get out of the hospital <laughs> and you give them regulations not to do something. Well, right. he travels to Mexico. Mm-hmm. and they just happened the airport he was in had a radiation detector not oh, only a metal god. detector oh my god he set it off oh boy they had to call the hospital to verify that we'd done the procedure on him because he uh, thought he was going to uh, spend the rest of his life in a little mexican jail somewhere oh my, oh my oh god my. he was like look I've, I've got these drugs but i do not i did not have this treatment <laughs> no, <laughs> but, no way the funniest one was uh <laughs> Down here, uh, well, it's a radiation story, but not the hospital. But uh, right outside of Charlotte, we have the uh, Duke Power Plant, which is a nuclear reactor power plant. Mm-hmm. And there was a guy working there. And every day when you leave, you go through a radiation detector mm-hmm. and make sure you didn't pick up any contaminants while you were in there, oh, you know, God. like Chernobyl. Okay? Exactly. Yeah. So janitor comes out. He sets it off, oh, all the bells and whistles. Oh boy! And this guy should not even be around radiation on oh. his part of the job. He's just cleaning <laughs> offices and halls. Oh, oh my god! And, and so they get <laughs> him in. They get him into, and they're questioning, trying to figure out what. Come to find out mm. that his wife had went to a hospital, had one of these radioactive tests for some for uh, her thyroid, mm-hmm. and since that lasts a little longer, after she came home. They oh, no. got a little intimate. <laughs> and that stuff Uh-oh. can come out through bodily fluids. So no. he got some of her radiation oh, and was no. setting off all the limits. <laughs> oh, my. <laughs> you can't do anything in this world without people finding <laughs> out. For the love of God. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, that is. Oh, um, my God. I just, I am, my mind is blown. I'm pretty sure, Chris, if somebody had asked us what the last thing we expected to hear during this interview was. <laughs> It was about your career in <laughs> nuclear medicine or whatever. So what? Yes. So then what happened? So I did that. And um, long story short, the um, uh, medical professions went through a little lull. Mm. I got laid off. I went to a mobile company oh. where we would travel from doctor offices and, mm-hmm. and do these. And it didn't do too good. I got laid off and it was hard to find another job without moving. So yeah. then I went back, uh, did some other stuff. And then my youngest graduated high school. And oh. I said, you know what? I think it'd be fun to drive a truck. <laughs> so, Of course. <laughs> it really is the logical progression. Yeah. <laughs> really. From so psychology went, yeah. to nuclear medicine. Nuclear medicine to truck driver. So <laughs> I went and got my CDL and... Uh, First job I had, I was all over the country, and mm. then um, I went to a regional where I was home once a week, mm. and then my wife didn't like that, and so <laughs> I found like you're a, coming home once a week. That you were home. Yeah, she didn't like that. <laughs> we she need said, to meet your wife. We like her. <laughs> so uh, I got a um, 
uh, what we call short haul. So I'm home every night. Uh, okay. I work 10, 14 hour days, but I'm home mm. every night, Monday through Friday. And that's what mm. I do now. And wow. I love it. I wish wow. I'd have done this years ago. Really? Uh, oh, yeah. Oh, it's so, there's so much peace because you don't have to deal with people. Yep. <laughs> I just go yep. shipping and receiving office, talk to them. You, you get the load. I don't have to unload anything. I'm no touch. I just pull into a dock or change a different trailer. And I get to listen to my podcast all day. Uh, yeah. And if I'm at a dock and it takes them two hours to load the truck, mm-hmm. I might record an episode or I'm wow. on YouTube or oh, I'll watch crazy. a movie. So oh my God. I, oh I my think God. you just I... solved all my professional problems. <laughs> I, I remember as a kid, like, um, in Boston, we had Channel 56, and every afternoon, it would advertise the New England Tractor Trailer Training School. <laughs> and yep. I think everybody, every single person at that, at some point in their life, considered going to there. Oh, <laughs> my God. And, and see, again, this the trade jobs. Kids are not being pushed mm, like they should. That's right. You do have to be 21 to get your CDL, and mm. most of these, you will have a job where you're out driving and may not get home but once a week to start out but Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. you can go to one of those training schools usually they're either six weeks three or four months some colleges offer them one semester you can have it and at 21 years old the starting base salary for Mm -hmm. just about any company you can start out at fifty thousand dollars wow and especially think about if you're a 21 year old kid you still live with your mom and dad. You stay out a week at a time, make 50K, save it up, just come home on the weekend. Yep. That way your mom only has to do that. You can do your own laundry mm-hmm. on the road. These truck stops have washer and dryer, oh, they have wow. showers. You got all that. If I was telling a kid, hey, just you know, do something yeah. like that, save your money. Then you can buy your house pretty much cash yep. You know, after several years. And you then get out of your parents' house and you're set. Oh, my God. Where Again. were you to tell me this like 30 yeah. years ago. <laughs> exactly. He was a psychologist. Haven't you been listening? <laughs> um, you are so right because as you know, Chris's eldest just went off to college. Our yes. daughters are heading off in two years. And then Chris has another younger son. Um, and it's this struggle because I don't want to be that parent that's like, you need to go to university. But I, you're, it's just these like trade jobs, as you said, are just so brushed under the rug. Nobody yep. ever thinks to, uh, of, of stuff like that. Well, There's I'll tell so you. many options, you know, university is not for, we call it university. You guys call it college. It's not for everyone. No. no. Well, my youngest son <clears throat> took the AIG classes. Mm-hmm. You what know, do y'all that? call them that over in Greece? I don't know what y'all call them in Greece, but no. just in high school, the AIG, the upper college prep course oh, okay uh, i don't okay. even in canada yeah. i don't know what that is okay, oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> Very, my youngest but he just did not want to go to college right? he just that's not him so yeah. he went got a welding certificate mm. did some welding and then he wanted to follow his passion and become a tattoo artist Amazing. see how i transitioned that from see, tattoo yeah. artist on my son right to now just talking about tattoos <laughs> Right. Now, you are a professional podcaster and you yeah. understand yeah. how these things go. So, so thank funny. you for asking. Yes, I do have a lot of tattoos. Yeah. <laughs> That's really where we, what we wanted to start the conversation with, but we right. just thought it would be too, you know, in your yeah. face. Yeah. Oh, so we were going there. Yes. Oh my. Okay. No, I love this because it's, it's like, again, like I said, I don't, I just don't think that 
you know, university, for instance, like, you know, during the, in Greece, there was a horrible financial crisis um, that mm-hmm. you probably heard about. And then, and then COVID, a lot of the, I mean, not that I'm, I'm trying not to judge, but a lot of the people with college degrees ended up without work, whereas like the welders and the plumbers and the um, estheticians, you know, were all working. So I just think you need to figure out sort of who you are and what interests you and, that, and follow that. That was the thing about COVID. I I never missed a day of work. I believe it. I mean, it. we, I we drove did. the whole time. We were you, still stuck. I mean, I hated it for the rest of the country, but I yeah. will say that was the most peaceful driving I've ever had in my life. Yeah. There was nobody on the interstate yes. me in other trucks. Oh, my yep. God. No, yeah. It was heaven, I bet. <laughs> yeah. I, yeah, but I just need to know about the, that. Is there's a like a little bunk bed, a little bedroom oh, behind? Okay, yeah. I need to know about that. It's so cozy. Okay, so the the full size sleepers that I had when I was out week time, I've got mm-hmm. a little closet. I got mm-hmm. got a bunk bed, wow. got a refrigerator, got a microwave. <gasps> uh, the new ones have a setup with a wall mount, so you can put your flat screen TV. Jeez. You can get like a satellite thing on it. Uh, now, some of the younger drivers, I've parked and had some other younger drivers, friend, they would have their flat screen TV and they've got their uh, Xbox or PlayStation. Oh, I so when they're resting, they're playing games all night. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, it's got everything. And oh. even the newer trucks, like some that I had, like the truck that I drive, um, is, uh, see, that's what a lot of people don't know. If you get for a bigger carrier, right, a bigger company, all their new trucks, um, are automatic. My truck's automatic. Oh God! I mean, it has it has it has a little shifter on the thing, a dial, neutral, <laughs> reverse, drive. Perfect. <laughs> I can do it, Deb. I can do this. And then and then it's got the slap shift if you want to go manual and you're feeling froggy that day. You can I don't. slap it and go manual. I'd like to slap some of the other drivers. <laughs> yeah. I, <laughs> but yeah, I mean they're automatic. You got air conditioning. I've got the. Uh, adaptive cruise control so oh it, our thing is said if we get too close in front of somebody on cruise and they slow down the truck will automatically slow oh, me down jeez okay. louise what do Deb. what what do you do you have to touch anything do yeah, you know i mean i've still gotta you know and i gotta be careful because you got dummies out there that don't know how to drive there's a lot of, of course yeah. but yeah. but you know and there's times it can get stressful but yeah. i mean the trucks are made to where it ain't like in the old days where they had a lot of you know and like used to you might see a movie or something they're talking about their log book you know a yep. paper log book where they're keeping their hours right now we now everything mm-hmm. is electronic yeah basically my log thing is a samsung tablet Right. Gotcha. That's what it is. Yep. Yeah. You know, so that's, it, it's, it's just amazing. And uh, talking again about truck driving, people don't realize, you know, people will make fun of, uh, and you know, and they'll, they'll use the jokes or the memes and different things about right. going to Walmart and being a Walmart greeter, you know, mm-hmm. and people right. will make, but mm-hmm. what people don't realize mm-hmm. is that Walmart truck drivers, mm-hmm. they're some of the highest paid starting out. You start out, at over six figures for a Walmart truck driver. What? Okay. All right. New England I, Tractor Training School, I believe, is still looking. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Can, can I Excuse come? Excuse me. What? Yeah. Firstly, the trucks are bigger and nicer than my house. Yes. A. Okay. And also the money. I don't even want to. And we're talking, these are like American dollars. They're not like Canadian not dollars. Not that Euro stuff. <laughs> not that Euro stuff. Nope. Although they're very... They're very or them close. Canadian nickels. Every oh. now and then I'll get somebody will give me a Canadian nickel. And I'm like, where'd you get that at? <laughs> well, 
am I going to do Not with this? Not much you can buy with that. <laughs> <laughs> do you guys have nickels? Five cents? Yes. Yes. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Wait. Copper stuff? We don't use that in Canada anymore, I don't think. Like just the, the ones. The, just the penny. Yeah. Do yeah. you use it? A nickel? No, a penny. I don't yeah. think Canada uses uh, pennies pe- anymore. Usually... Um, I, I tap everything. So it's been a long time. There's a couple right. of places. We've got a little restaurant down below our house that, uh, they don't take debit or credit. Mm-hmm. They only take cash and they got an ATM in there, but it charges like a $5 fee. So <laughs> every now and then I yeah. might have cash for them or something right. like that. But yeah, I don't. I don't use much. Oh my god! I still have some pennies every now and then. <laughs> yeah. Remember, remember, we used to fill those big water bottles with all the coins. Yes. Yeah, and then roll them. That was that. Oh no! Tape. You don't even have to roll them no more. Most no? of your food lines and WalMarts have that coin counter. They'll yep. charge you so many cents on a dollar, and you'll see people in there just dumping oh, things. The coin star. God, yeah. I live under a rock. <laughs> I don't know. We determined that years ago. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> for anybody listening from a younger generation, our, in Canada, for fun, we used to roll our pennies and take them to the bank. <laughs> yes, we did. And get like nothing, $4. Nothing better than having a oh, big Oh, funny story about pennies. When I was in college, um, and it was my first checking account, and I still was trying to figure out how this thing worked, uh, I overdrafted, uh, wrote a check, and it, it bounced. Mm-hmm. And I had to go get the money to go pick up the check and pay them. And then there was like a $25 fee. And I think the check was only like for 20. So it was like $45. Yep. So <laughs> I went to the bank and then took $45 and got uh, $45 in pennies, oh. unrolled them, got them in a bag and took them up there <gasps> and dropped them. Oh no. Oh, <laughs> oh my yeah. God. And you were the and, one who bought the check, by the way. <laughs> yeah, I know it was my fault, but. But I just still. didn't like the woman's attitude. I was oh, young. Yeah, I didn't enough. understand. So. She got pennied. <laughs> yes. And rightfully and so. Okay, so Chris and I were trying to have a structured conversation no. with you, okay. but you, your, your life Wait won't let us. Wait because a minute. Because it's... What? Yes. Why are you screaming? Speaking of coins, I bought my yeah. first car with a bags of coins. <laughs> my first what car was, was first, a bag of coins. <laughs> what was your first car? It was a Honda Civic, I think. Oh, that's not okay. bad. My first car, because mama said, if you're going to work. So in high school, I get off at, uh, as soon as school was over. Mm-hmm. And I was uh, working as a cook at the KFC, Kentucky uh-huh. Fried Chicken, mm-hmm. till closing. Yeah. Oh. Took my, took my little minimum wage of $3.35 back in the day. Yep. And bought for $600 <gasps> a 1977 Chevrolet Impala four-door big seat. Longer than a longer, just about as long as a tractor trailer. That was a big old car. My oh first car my that I learned God. to drive on was a 1978 Ford Thunderbird. You want to talk oh, about okay, a long freaking car? It was. Oh I mean, yes. it was God. ridiculous. You had to start turning like about half a mile before you the actual did. turn. Yeah, and I think that's probably <laughs> subconsciously it was like you're going to drive a tractor trailer one day. <laughs> yeah. Start, start here. You're good. Yeah, that's so funny. Okay, I learned on a Toyota Tercel. So I can't, again, I can't relate to you. It's like, why am I even here? <laughs> I guess it's my house. So I'm, I'm hosting this interview. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh my God. So what? Like, okay. Wait, whoa. So, so just hold the phone, everybody. Um, so psychology, nuclear medicine, yes. 
and then and then uh, long haul. No, now it's yeah, short now, haul. Yeah, short, or short haul. haul, whatever that is. Okay, yeah. and is that where we are today? Yes, that's okay. what we're doing. Now. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah. Wait, he he segued into uh, tattoos at one point. Remember? Yeah, but, tattoos. Oh, yes. My son. My okay. son. So I got my first tattoo years and years and years and years. What and was years your first ago. tattoo? What was it? Uh, a weasel with a shotgun. <laughs> Of course it, Is it was, Chris. Is it something we Chris. can see? Yeah. yeah. Uh, it's very faded. But he's... Oh, wow. He's right he there. Um, he's very faded. Anybody who's listening, Ted is now showing us his right shoulder. <laughs> uh, <laughs> very cute. They faded but, back then. Um, yeah. So my son's going to retouch that one up oh, for nice. me. Um, so I got that. Then my second tattoo, since I was in school for nuclear medicine, okay. I thought... If I get a nuclear medicine tattoo, mm-hmm. I'll have to finish the program because it'd be very embarrassing if I don't. <laughs> so that is that the oh, snake that. symbol with yep. a radioactive thing on top oh. of it there. Oh, fun. I would have put like a mushroom cloud myself. But yeah. very and, then cute. My, and then my son's name under my oldest son's name under that. I've, uh, then after that, I just started getting them over the years and then um, got more and more. Um and everyone does have a meaning, though. Everyone mm. has a meaning. Oh, yeah. that's good. Yeah. Uh, I don't just, you know, there's one that has a meaning, but I got it in Florida at a flea market, and it's sort of, uh, <laughs> and it's sort of uh, see, run together, <laughs> yeah. and she wasn't very good, so uh, uh, we're going to have to redo that one. My, it's a good my, story, re- though. It's a great yeah. story. You might want to rethink the idea of getting your tattoo at the flea market, however. <laughs> Yes, yes. I think your son had to become a tattoo artist to make up well, for that. Well, see that? Okay, so that was the thing. So my old, they, they'd seen dad having some tattoos. So my oldest, so we're a tattoo family, okay? So yeah. my oldest, when he got 18 and was going to go get his first tattoo, he wanted me and him to get one together. So Aww. we did a father-son. Aww. Uh, so I don't know if you're familiar with the cartoon anime Dragon Ball. Yes, I don't know if you've heard of that. Of course, but, Chris does. Yeah. Okay, so <laughs> there's some characters in there, mm-hmm. and we grew up watching it, and we went and got those characters together. Cute. Then my youngest son, um, when you know he got his first one, he cheated. That was when I was in Florida. I got the one <laughs> the, the flea, flea market, market. <laughs> but then. He went because in Florida, you can be 17 and get your first tattoo as uh, long as your parents sign for it. So uh, we okay. signed for that. Mm-hmm. Then he got that, but then me and him went and got some together. Uh, not at the flea son, market. No, not the flea market anymore. <laughs> then me and my sons have, uh, have you ever seen the cult Kung Fu classic Five Deadly Venoms? No. Well, Chris, probably, How did what? I not know this? Wait a minute. <laughs> I know okay. the five not deadly venoms. Oh, no, no. This is like a 1970 <laughs> cult classic kung fu movie, Five Deadly Venoms, where the words don't match the actual audio. I mean, oh, I love those. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So, uh, of course, you know, and I don't know if you've done this to your kids, but I've made my children watch and listen to everything that I grew up on. Um, so we made, I made them watch that movie. And so the five deadly venoms are a snake, a toad, a scorpion, uh, a lizard. See snake, toad, scorpion, lizard, and one more. I'm forgetting the fifth one, but, um, whatever it is. Spider? No, 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 it was, um, 
I forget exactly, mm-hmm. but we picked three of those, oh, and okay. we got so. My youngest has a uh, got the scorpion, mm-hmm. and it's just a scorpion. Right. Mm-hmm. My oldest got a toad, mm-hmm. and I've got a um, the lizard. Okay. Yeah. Did I say lizard? Lizard was one of them. Yep. Yeah. And even though it just looks like an animal, for us three, we know what it represents. Exactly. That movie, The Five Deadly Venoms. <laughs> Oh Probably the God. only thing that's ever referenced the five deadly venoms. Yeah. <laughs> yes. like nobody else on the planet. That's um, funny. I will go ahead and tell you about my pride and joy tattoo. Yeah. This okay. is the one. Um, my pride and joy, the one that I love the most, is it just looks like a tribal here on my arm. Right. Okay. So we've been fortunate. Now, I'm not a world traveler like you all. Um, I will tell you in a few minutes, remind me before we get off to tell you about my adventures in Canada. Okay. 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 Uh, but I'd never flew on an airplane, uh, Mm. until we, we went to Hawaii Mm. and we've actually got to go there a few times now, but, Mm -hmm. um, so I wanted a, what they call a traditional tapping tattoo. Okay. Oh, it's where yes, they, yes, yes, yes. Mm-hmm. The sticks. Stick and poke? Is that what yeah. they're now calling it? Something like that? Um, well, the people who stick and poke just basically stick. This is okay. a tapping where they'll have one and they'll tap it. Wow. I think Very Anthony, traditional. Anthony Bourdain got one on some episodes. Yes. Yes. Okay. So big in, big in Hawaii, Samoa, mm-hmm. Japan, New Zealand, Australia, all in the Pacific. So I found a place. We knew when we were going for vacation, I just called because now some of the places will not do a traditional tapping mm. on someone who is not a native Islander. Right. Okay. Mm-hmm. Makes sense. So <laughs> I found a place. They actually had like a, almost a six month waiting list. Wow. And, but we got it timed out for the week of our vacation. I go in, they tell me to come in the day before the appointment mm-hmm. and you tell them about your life. Oh, okay. Then they instructed us what to do for the next day because the guy who was doing it, he, he travels. He was just in their shop for like a month. He was eight generations of tattoo artists. Oh, wow. Okay. So his grand, his father, grandfather, great, 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 all the way back. Amazing. And he was from Samoa. So, um, they told us where it was a traditional ceremony. We had, I call it the man dress. Okay. Okay. The yeah. little, you know, the little thing like you see in Hawaii that they got wrapped yep, around the skirt, them. kind yeah. of. Yeah, the skirt. Yeah. So they told us just go to Walmart. They told us the dimensions of the cloth to get. Mm-hmm. We got that. We come back. My wife went in the back with me to watch it. So we both had to have that on. Mm-hmm. And he's got a guy that stretches the skin mm-hmm. while he gets down and um, you know attaches. He because Hawaii, United States. They still have to do all the FDA laws and stuff like that, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know, because he said if we were in Samoa uh, or one of the other islands, he would have used bone instead of a needle. Oh, okay. Mm. Or at the flea market. To, to put it in. Or, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> or flea market. Um, so the other thing is you do not get to pick the placement of it. Wow. You do not get to pick the design. So he asked me. He said, I'll, is there anywhere you don't want it? Mm-hmm. So I'm like, face, neck, hands, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. like that. Mm-hmm. So he decided to put it on the arm. He took a Sharpie, no stencil, drew it. Wow. Then he just went to town. Oh, just my God. Hit, telling us about the stick, the 
I can't remember if it's a tapping stick or the stick that holds the needle has to come from a certain tree in Samoa. So one stick will last about two years. So every two years he has to travel back oh. and he has to carve out his own stick. Oh, I love wow. Very this. ceremonial. So, yeah. Yes, yes. Very. And, and so that's my pride and joy. Oh yeah. Uh, and sure. I will tell people those do actually, I'm to the point now, most tattoos are, don't bother me. I can fall asleep during a tattoo. Right. Yeah. But this one, yeah, <laughs> it, it stung a little bit. It stung a little bit. <laughs> and imagine if it was done with bone, like it's supposed to be. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Holy cow! It reminds me, Chris. We did um, an episode where we were talking about beauty standards. It was with our friends from uh, Scatterbrain. Scatterbrain, I think, on yep. their uh, show, and uh, we were we looked up the was is it the Maori? tribe in new zealand who tattoo like their chins mainly well their faces in general Mm -hmm. and it's like what you're saying ted it's none of it's random it's like your life story it's your future it's your past it was so amazing so deep um did you do you feel did you feel changed sort of spiritually after you had that experience or Uh, i mean you don't have to i'm just wondering (laughs) yeah i mean it was something that will always stick with me because this is something and again because Unless you go to a uh, fancy doctor who has one of them lasers, mm. uh, tattoos are permanent. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. this is permanent part of me. So, yeah. you know, when, um, um, let's see, how can I word this uh, in my Appalachian culture? <laughs> when they bury my cold body deep in the ground, <laughs> oh, buddy. these tattoos will still be on me. Yeah. You know, That's incredible. and stuff like that. So they, yeah, it, it you know, and, and that's the other thing about the way culture has changed. You know, mm. back when I grew up, oh, yeah. the only people that had tattoos were military, mm. yep. usually World War Two. Mm-hmm. you know, people, older gentlemen, uh, biker gangs, right. and convicts. Mm-hmm. Yep. You know, yep. that was exactly. it. Yep, exactly. And now it's very much part of the population and, yeah. you know, it's, and people use them and uh, get them. And um, it's just like I said, they mean, so like when my son decided to do this, the his apprenticeship training in that mm-hmm. and i will say that's another thing you got to be artistic oh just yeah like, yeah you and, can't just, right and the tattoo industry is seasonal it goes up and down mm-hmm. um their biggest now when would you think is the biggest time to get a tattoo the most busy time of the year just i would have thought before the summer when your body's going to show right yeah possibly, possibly. i what was gonna you, i'm thinking i'm going Oh, I'm going to go with fall when all the uh, colleges and everything gets started and they all, I don't know. I kind of feel Wanna like fall. stand apart. <laughs> the most busiest time for a tattoo artist, at least maybe in the South, it may mm. change throughout different parts of the country, but in the South. Tax return. Wait a minute. Tax return. Tax return. Tax return. Tax returns. Tax returns. <laughs> there you go. Yes. Oh, I retract my fall statement. It was God. tax returns. <laughs> tax return. Yeah. When do those come? Oh God, I keep bonking myself. Well, it's if you, if you, if you have the, the, uh, W40 easy and you can get it done pretty quick, some of them can get the refunds by the end of January. Oh my God. <laughs> February, that, you know, that March, January, February, March, those, you know, Oh, they God. they get those and people will just go get tattoos and and stuff because oh, so. they're a little pricey. God. So you're kind of you know yeah. And see like that was my my son started out uh, the apprenticeship. The first ten he had to do because first he had to practice on. They got like some fake skin and then yeah. what was it a an orange or <laughs> some kind of fruit and all that. <laughs> then when it come to the skin, uh, he had to do ten volunteer ones before he could 
start mm-hmm. charging and do the other. So yeah. guess who got five of the <laughs> 10 volunteers? <laughs> Hmm. Uh, just uh, some nice volunteers ooh, out there, there. There, there was that guy. No, <laughs> dear old dad. Oh, so that is the mine. first ones we started, I'm like, they're going on my thigh. I was so going to cover them because I don't know how good you are at this yet. Yeah. Oh my god. Is your but, wife tattooed as well? Is she into tattoos? Oh yeah. She she's was she she's gotten five? some tattoos. <laughs> Oh my God. She got one. My um, And see, that was the other thing. Like I said, my oldest son, he had gotten more. The girl he met and married, she's from originally from New Jersey. I remember the first time we met her. She had tattoos. I'm like, okay, you're going to fit in. <laughs> um, my wife is a little bit funnier because people don't expect her to have tattoos because right. she was a been in education all of her life. She was a classroom teacher, went back, got her master's, got her doctorate. So wow. she'd been like a principal. Does all that, so they think she's all, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, fake it till you make it, yeah, 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 you know, all hoity toity, I guess you'd call it, yeah, but uh, she has some, and so now my son is my tattoo artist, and he has figured out for Father's Day, you know, my oldest son gets me a gift, (laughs) he comes in and he's like, uh, yeah, I'll give you a tattoo for Father's Day. You know, my birthday. What do you want for your birthday? I'll give you a tattoo for your birthday. And guess what I'll probably get for Christmas? Another tattoo. So he's figured out Cheap that's bastard. what he's going to do. Cheap bastard. Oh my you know God. he got yeah. paid good. Maybe that's why he went into it. He may have. Yeah. So he's been working on my sleeve, doing some other things to complete this sleeve. We still got to go back and do this. but Oh, God. So like now I have, I guess, I know I've got over 40, but I don't know wow. how many. Incredible. So. Wait a second. This is your oldest son, did you say? Or your My youngest? youngest. Your yes. youngest. Yes. And your, um, wait a second. Now, he, your oldest one, what does he do? Oh, he followed his mother. He is a uh, high school English teacher and then going wow. back to get certified in uh, special needs and doing oh, that. Amazing. Oh, amazing. Um, and is he the one who's married? Yes, he's married to uh, Rachel from New Jersey. Oh, my God. And you said that you're a grandfather, so I presume they have kids or a kid? <laughs> ah, so that's another great story. Yeah. Um, they, <laughs> they, uh, she'd had some health problems, so they decided they were re- They've been married now about five years, and they were wanting to have a child. Oh. Um, so they decided to adopt. Oh. So amazing. they started the adoption process almost oh. two years ago. God bless them. Yeah. And... Uh, we have a beautiful six-year-old granddaughter who oh. just got here. Oh, they just got good. back in August oh. from Serbia. No. Oh, wow. Oh, that's amazing. From Serbia. Oh, So they had to go over there the way they did. They went over and spent all of July over there in a little apartment with her oh. and did all finished up all the paperwork, brought her back at the 1st of August. So she's here. Oh. And it is so funny because she's oh. hilarious. And she has... <laughs> Limited English. I mean, right, limited right. English. So this, yeah. it's been fun. It's oh, been fun. Oh my God. That is amazing. I, that is the best story. Does she have a tattoo? <laughs> is she- no, but I do. I already have one for her. Oh, oh my God. Uh, okay. So one of the first things we connected with was oh uh, Itsy Bitsy Spider. Oh, I would yeah. just go up her leg and make her die laughing and all oh, that. Oh, yeah. my God. So uh, I have her name, <gasps> and I have a rain cloud with a spider oh, on it. Oh, so, I'm dying. I love that. So oh that's for her. Yeah. That's 
That's just amazing. <laughs> I'm just, it's so moving. That's incredible. What a beautiful family. Wow. So when she, she gets older and realizes what grandpa did, uh, then it'll be like, oh, cool. Yeah, <laughs> for sure. Uh, all right. Tell us the Canada story. I mean, there's lots more I want to ask. Well, but no, oh, okay. So Canada. Mm-hmm. Oh, no, go ahead. What? what? When you hit the tattoo on your, the one that's fading. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, it reminds me of my father had a tattoo oh. from the Air Force and it was always oh, okay. on his forearm. And for years, I never could tell what it was because it was so faded and kind of <laughs> bleeding. I always thought it was a, some bleeding? weird frog. Oh, bleeding. Because back then the tattoos bled, you know, like the color yeah. yeah. bled. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. As they were fading. I always thought it was a frog. Literally like the first, I think, 13 years of my life, I thought it was this faded frog. He's like, well, I've got the eagle. What eagle? <laughs> and he's like, the eagle on my arm. That's an eagle? <laughs> <laughs> to, to, I mean, I could barely make it out the day I die. I swear it's a, more of a frog than an eagle. I but that's mine because it faded, you know? Yeah, <laughs> I'm yeah. sure it was amazing when he first got it, but. <laughs> more information that I did not know about you. I uh, maybe just, he got it done at a flea market. <laughs> <laughs> well, well oh see, that's God. the thing. If you ever want to look up, now this would be something. If you ever want to look up Sailor Jerry. Mm-hmm. Sailor Jerry, okay. Hawaii, when around World War II and all them and all the sailors would come into port and there's a documentary on it and just Mm. all the stuff that he did with tattoos and how even today people still want to go back and get his artwork done and and stuff. So have you heard of Ed Hardy? Yes. Mm, Yes, of course. I mean, his shirts, hats, all those things, right? Okay. Yep. His designs, tattoo, Ed Hardy, and all that was from the Sailor Jerry camp. Oh, okay. But... Ed Hardy knew how to market it, market it and stuff. <laughs> right. But you, there's great documentaries about Sailor Jerry and Hawaii and things like that, and and his story and just stuff like that. So that's because they would come in, because basically they would come into port, uh, the military, especially the Navy, they would come into port and they would go to the bar. And at that time, they allowed pretty much legal prostitution in mm-hmm. Hawaii. Yeah. And then they would get a tattoo. So <laughs> there was the three places they would spend their money on. Wow. Okay, that's my idea for an episode, Chris. Just okay. don't steal it. I'm I, I will. It. <laughs> wow, that's incredible. All right, but Canada. Canada. <laughs> First time I went to Canada, uh, my <laughs> uncle married uh, a woman whose family were from Michigan, mm-hmm. right at the border. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I went with him on a trip up there. I don't remember how it was. And back then, we they said, hey, let's go over to Canada and go to a restaurant. So <laughs> we stopped. Do you have anything to... Um, uh, declare. What's it? Uh, declare, yeah. Oh, right, right. Anything to declare. I thought Basically, you were going to do you have anything to eat? I thought you were at the restaurant oh, already. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but it was... Uh, they asked, basically, do you have any produce, alcohol, uh, firearms or tobacco. Right. That was the main things they were wearing. Right. Yeah. No problem. Went in, done it. Mm-hmm. Okay. Years later, after 9-11, <gasps> my wife is another one. During summer vacation, she always wanted to take the kids somewhere. Not only we could have some fun, but it was educational, something mm-hmm. that they could do. Mm-hmm. So we decided as the Charles family, it was like the Beverly Hillbillies. <laughs> we were going to go to New York City. <laughs> Okay, we were going to see Ground Zero. We were going to see the Statue of Liberty. We were going to see all that. So we drive up through there. We stop off in Pennsylvania and see Gettysburg. 
-hmm. We see some of that stuff. We get up in New York and we're sightseeing and seeing all the things. We've got a few days left. My wife is like, you know, I'd love to see Niagara Falls. I said, honey, we're down here in New York. Niagara Falls is way up here. I said, it's like a six-hour drive. Don't know when we'll be back up here again. <laughs> she said, we'll get up real early. And if you'll drive up there, I'll drive back. Oh, like, okay. So we go up there. We go to the gift shop, ask them, how do we go across that bridge and go into Canada? Mm -hmm. And the lady says, just go over there. We'll go over the bridge. So we go over. There's a, a booth, a window, and a little turnstile, one of those old-fashioned turnstiles with yep. the metal bars, and you walk yep. in, turn around. Oh, God. There's nobody in the booth. <laughs> <laughs> so I grabbed the family, and I said, let's go. Oh. We go through the turnstile. Oh my God! We get on the bridge. We're watching the falls. We see there where the 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 line is. There's a Canada flag here, United States flag here. We're there. We're having fun, taking pictures. We get over to the Canada side. Oh God! There's a guy there at that booth, and I say, <laughs> uh, you know, he says, "Do you have your passport?" Nope, nope, I ain't got no passport. Oh no! Do you have your ID? I say, "I got my driver's license." My wife didn't have hers because oh. it was in the car in her purse because she had just left On her the purse in the side of the car. Oh, God. What about your kids? You got any ID for them? I said, no, they're kids. They don't need no ID. <laughs> and he's like, I can't let them in. I can let you in, but oh, I can't let no. them in. So my wife just says, go in, go to the first gift shop, get some Canadian souvenirs for the boys so I can say they went. No I love your wife. Yeah. So I go in, I Grab a couple things, come back. So we're going back. And the boys are mad. You know, they're one Aww. of them. I think the oldest was a teenager at that time, and they're wanting to declare war on Canada for not letting them in. <laughs> like you know. South South Park. <laughs> yeah, they're upset. Bloody. So we get back. Well, that turnstile <gasps> would not turn. Oh. <laughs> and I can't find a door. I can't find a way. Oh. So did y'all see the movie? Um, Tom Hanks and I Zim, where he had to live in that. the airport. Yes, the terminal? Course, yep. the yeah, terminal. the terminal. Yeah. I <gasps> thought we were going to be like that. I, I seen me and my family living on the bridge. <laughs> that we were a family without a country. We, we couldn't figure out how to get back in, oh and we God. couldn't go into Canada. Oh, how precious. Oh, my God. <laughs> Damn Canadians. I know. So God, we're bastards. <laughs> I finally found a door. Oh, my God. And I opened it up. And I mean, it is like out of a Jason Bourne movie. Yeah. There's computers. There is guys with weapons and everything there. And we're just dumbstruck. We're looking around and this guy comes over. Can I help you? Oh. And I start explaining. I can't get into Canada. And, he, and he's like, do you have any ID? I said, no, that's why I couldn't get into Canada. And he said, well, we can't just let you back in the United States. And I'm like, I'm like, my wife's purse is over there. He said, Buddy, after 9-11, we can't trip. We don't know what you... I said, listen to my accent. Okay? Oh, I'm Appalachia. <laughs> yeah. I mean, listen joking. to it. Oh, so my he God. Just, he reads us our right. I mean, he is just downing us and, oh, you know, and the God. protective father and good husband. I'm wanting to oh. lash back, but then I'm thinking, nope, we might go to jail. Oh. Stay calm. Stay calm. In Finally, Canadian he let prisons. us out. We got back oh. into there. And after that trip, we come back down. We come back through Philadelphia, see the Liberty Bell, see all that great stuff. And after that, 
I said, I will never go on vacation north of the Mason Dixon line again. <laughs> but would you have that so, story? My no. God. No. But, but another, oh, real quick, uh, we go to New York. We're going down to Chinatown. Oh, God. And yeah. my wife, my wife is like, uh, you know, I heard you can get them coach purses up here really cheap. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. So a little Asian lady comes up. And, you know, she's wanting to sell the stuff. She Real got, cheap. I said, you got any coach purses? She said, follow me. Follow me. So mm. we follow her into this store, a little narrow store. I mean, it wasn't 10 feet wide. Oh, my God. Go to the back. There's a young man. She speaks in their dialect, their language. So help me. I'm not lying. Okay, I'm telling you the truth. Mm-hmm. He hits a little knob mm. on the wall, and the wall is a fake door. <gasps> it pops open. Oh, fun. And she wants us to what? follow us oh, down Jesus. these steps. Are you kidding me? Oh, no, so I think, I think, now I think I'm in a lifetime movie. We're going to get <laughs> yeah. murdered in a basement. Exactly. Oh, my God. And you have we no idea. We go ID. down in this basement, and there's there's women and purses and shoes everywhere, <gasps> and all these people are shopping in this basement underground thing. You oh, are my joking God. me. No, so... I found a nice coach purse. We haggled on the price, and I left with my wife a purse. She was happy with it. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, that is amazing. So, if yeah. So, what was better, being on the bridge in Canada or underground in that coach hangar? <laughs> uh, probably at least with on the bridge, I have the view of Niagara Falls. You know, that was probably better. <laughs> In the dying. basement, you never know. You know. Yeah. yeah. A little sketchy there, Ted. Your wife might have liked the view of the coach purses. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. Now, I have to laugh because I have two stories about Niagara Falls. Number one is not three hours ago, I was telling Deb on her next mm-hmm. vacation, she should, and when she's in Canada, go to Niagara Falls. She hasn't taken her daughter to Niagara Falls. Mm-hmm. And I said, now, from Niagara Falls to New York City, you should go do that. I think it's like four or six hours. I'm not sure. So now you've answered that question for me, Thank Ted. Thank you. you. <laughs> I don't know not if I want to go anymore. <laughs> and when you go to New York, yeah. find that little lady in Chinatown, yeah. tell her Ted sent you, oh. get you a good deal on a purse. Oh, my God. No, I'm going to talk to the guys at the border control. I think <laughs> they might remember you. <laughs> Here's a story for you. In okay. the 80s, mm-hmm. um, late 80s, probably like 88, 89, was following the Grateful Dead up to Buffalo, New York. And, well, it was early morning. We're like, let's go see Niagara Falls. <laughs> all decked out in tie-dye, head to toe, all of us, the whole car. It was oh a little Toyota God. Corolla or something like that. The seats were broken. There was no heat. <laughs> it was your basic <laughs> clunker. Oh my like, God. Let's go to Canada. So we get to the border. And... They obviously would like to check the car. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So we all get out, you know, like, sure, get out. You know, we're diddy bopping around and everything. And they keep the driver with them. And uh, we're kind of laughing. We're taking pictures next to the border guys, like as if we're being arrested. And (laughs) we're like hamming it up. And um, the driver comes back after about a half hour. We're waiting. And he's like, why are you guys having so much fun? I could have been arrested. They found half a joint inside of my inside of oh my ashtray. My God. <laughs> We're like, didn't half bother a us. Joint. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you could have gone to jail in Canada for that in the eighties. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yep. Like I said, and I just that was the only time I went to Niagara Falls. We went over there. It was oh. foggy. Took oh. a quick picture, pretended we were jumping into it, and left to go see the Grateful Dead. 
<laughs> now, my wife also got detained by the TSA on one of our flights back from Hawaii. Whoa. Oh, well, goodness gracious. Why didn't you just leave her there? It was with the co- well, fake coach purse, wasn't it? Yeah. No, no. <laughs> I wanted I wanted some I wanted some white sand from one of those really <gasps> white sand beaches and I had an empty uh oh a water God. bottle and oh. I scooped me up some sand and it was in her <laughs> luggage oh and they God. were ready to do all these chemical tests and all this other stuff on it me and my boys had already made it through and uh, oh she told them and and they understood they were like what is it with you mainlanders why do you want to keep taking her <laughs> sand back over there <laughs> Ooh, good thing she didn't have a cavity check. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. yeah. So, so, that, so yeah, she, her and borders don't do don't well. Don't do well. Times. Yeah. Yeah. Mainland USA is probably good for her. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that is oh, so funny. But not north of, what was that? Thing? The Mason-Dixon Dixon line. line. Thank you. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't know where that is. I should probably. She's so is cute. Is it a real thing? Yeah. I'm adorable. It's a it's a real thing. Okay. It's kind of like dividing the north and the south. Okay. Yeah. Kind of a gotcha. civil back, war thing. Back during the war of northern oppression. <laughs> <laughs> now, oh now. So what else? What else? What do you want people to know about you? I mean, do you talk about any of this stuff on your podcast? I don't think so. Right? Um, I mean, just bits and pieces. Yeah. Uh, you know, I'm 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 just I'm just a, I'm just a a simple man, mm. you know, that that's it. Um and just you know the the like I said wrestling mm. my granddaughter now my sons oh, yeah. um Is, uh, are you going to get your granddaughter you know. into wrestling come on oh yeah i'm trying yeah <laughs> i'll let her watch bits and pieces of it for right now cuz we're you know uh, trying to adjust her cuz the other, now she's gotten us hooked on something really uh, she bluey she likes bluey oh, and my, we have become a bluey fan i have heard that bluey is amazing my what daughter told bluey? me to watch bluey my, my daughter, who's in high school, says, have you seen Bluey yet? You've got to watch yes. Bluey. <laughs> what is Bluey? There is all these fan theories, and, and there's just some little adult stuff in it uh, mm-hmm. that you get that the kids don't like. Uh, and But it's just, I, I don't know. I just they're, they're, I just love Bluey. It's, oh, uh, it's a great show. In a few years when she's a little bit older, we love the show. And you kind of need to, be, it, it's great for kids, but there's a lot of adult things in it mm. um, that you'll catch. But it's it's like very innocent. It's um, called Gravity Falls. I think you'll find it on Hulu right now. I think it used to be uh, a Disney Plus TV show. Yeah. It only ran two seasons. It is a fabulous show, but she needs to be a little yes. bit older for it. But it's a good we one. We grew up, my boys grew up watching Gravity Falls. Love so we know Gravity all Falls. <laughs> all those great cartoons yep. that uh, my boys had. Because some of them now, I'm not... Um, I don't understand all the anime stuff at times. No, I don't understand. I'm there with it, you, you know. Yeah. I don't it's, it's heavy. You know, there's a, it's a heavy. lot of things. <laughs> oh, it is. A, it's very heavy. There's a lot of things I don't understand, but again, I try <laughs> to fake it. And <laughs> that's the other thing. I want to give some advice um, for you ladies oh. and for all the listeners out there. Um, is don't don't be you know. Don't doubt yourself. Don't, you know, don't mm-hmm. say, you know, don't, like you said, just be positive about things. Don't yeah. think that, you know, it's, it, it, it's, it's okay. Cause you probably know a lot more than you think you do. Yeah. And you probably know a, a lot more than half the people, you know, yeah. and it's all in uh, vocabulary every now and then throwing out a big word that somebody <laughs> doesn't understand. Right. Yeah. And, and mainly it's just confidence. That's the big thing is just being confident in who you are Aww. and, uh, 
you know, these type of things. And if you listen to this show, you will learn a lot of stuff that you may have not known before. Okay. Mm -hmm. Because today we laughed and learned. You will find out that uh, the first Dollar General store, they found an ancient hieroglyph of that DG symbol in ancient Mesopotamia. (laughs) And that's where it started. (laughs) I remember that episode. Yes, you're right. Yeah. You will find out about the Mothman. You will find out about this. You, if you do not know anything <laughs> about American prohibition, <laughs> then you need to listen to Today We Laughed and Learned. Part one, you two, and know three. Everything about prohibition. There was still more. There was still more. You, you will find out as 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 Deb has made it her lifelong journey to go back and find that train track and that little shed and all that kind of stuff. <laughs> Oh my oh God! God. And still, you can, yeah. And the great thing is, you can find that on all your audio platforms, Aww. and it comes out usually like every Thursday. Every now yeah. and then, it'll be on a Friday. <laughs> and they're also Deb's on fault. this, yeah. also this fancy radio station they're on. They love five star reviews. If you give them a five star review, they love for you to email them. They Aww. love for you to hit them up on the X or the Twix, as I call it, <laughs> the, the Instagram, Ooh. all those type of things. Oh my God. Oh God. God. I'm going to cry. You're so funny. Seriously, you're amazing. Um, I'm still kind of um, hung up on the camel dung dildo. Um, I think that that was the main thing that... I don't know if you know that's basically what she's learned out of it. That's right. We've had done like 80, but but using Ted's counting, like 180 episodes, (laughs) or 580. um, And that's pretty much, it's the camel dung dildo, because really, where would we be? Probably Mesopotamia. Well... Probably, I'd say, because wouldn't that, that was the same, was that, which one was the, the ancient beauty products? Was that the same episode or a different episode? No, that was actually a different episode. That yes, different, right. Okay, right. but if you combine that with the ancient <laughs> beauty yes. products, that stuff that women were rubbing on their eyeshadow and their stuff, oh probably burnt God. their eyes and their nose and they couldn't tell it or smell it. So yeah. they, it probably meant, you know. <laughs> You're oh, probably my. right. Oh, <laughs> Oh my God! You got tears in your eyes. All oh, right. Know. So, what else? I don't know. It, I don't know. Wh- you, you, you all had the structure. Yeah. I had the <laughs> Listen, Ted. You know us too well. Oh um, uh, yeah. Yes, okay. Yes. I do. Yes. Wa- First, I, wanted- I am a Taurus. <laughs> oh, I'm a Leo. I have no idea how that combines. I'm. So- I don't either. But yeah. I'm just telling you. I'm no. throwing that out there. I'm a you might be. You might not be. We don't know with you, Ted. Yeah. <laughs> now, I want to know about your grandmother. Now, because the fact, how on earth, so this is 70s, I didn't even realize wrestling was really around in the 70s, except maybe at like noon on a Saturday. <laughs> That's when it was. Oh, but okay, see? It, it actually goes back in, in um, um, I mean, it started out on TV probably in the 40s and 50s. Really? Uh, yes, and it got big, you know, like on, and here's uh, the, what they call the Memphis wrestling in Memphis, Tennessee. Mm-hmm. That wrestling on, Saturday morning was so big, really, that they they sh- they went back and showed some of the um, the the thing that seventy percent of the television sets were watching that wow. that on TVs back then. Wow. Well, I of mean, course the, you think they had the like three were, channels, but <laughs> yeah, I mean, and that was it. You had three channels, so I don't know. Grandma just she liked it, and. Um, you know, and I would watch it with her. And then as I started watching it and then it was more of a regional thing. And then the WWF at the time Mm -hmm. 
started buying up some of the smaller, what they call territory systems, the regional st- stuff and syndicating it. Okay. Right? And then when we've got the, um, and I don't know, like for, for you, Chris, up in the Northeast, but like, especially in the South and the Midwest, when the superstation TBS came along mm-hmm. and it was something, you know, out of Atlanta, Georgia, and, you know, through that you got CNN and Ted Turner right. and mm-hmm. they started broadcasting and they were showing it at 6.05 every Saturday night. So oh, okay. these guys who were in local promotions in the Southeast were now being broadcast across the country. Wow. So it was and a, people were getting to see these. So it got big when cable basically yeah, because it was mainly a territory now like the if you ever want to google uh there's a new movie coming out called the iron claw mm-hmm. about the von eric family huh. okay okay the von erics the dad uh he started his gimmick was fritz von eric he was supposed to be a german okay mm-hmm. yes yes uh, i heard in. that name yeah okay well his sons he had his promotion it is a tragic story he had every one of his sons he had like six sons Oh. And every one of them have died except <gasps> for one. Oh my god! And oh my god! One, two, three of them committed suicide. <gasps> oh no! Oh my god! And the other—I mean, it's a tragic story oh on god. their stuff. But uh, there's a movie uh, about them getting ready to come out. Oh god! But like the Von Erichs back in the Dallas, they were in the Texas area. Mm-hmm. Um, the one of them they were advertising. They were doing these things like the one Carrie. He was really muscular and stuff. They were promoting his stuff that he, because he was a, a, a high school athlete. Mm-hmm. These wrestling fans would be showing up at the high school games and stuff, trying to get autographs before oh, he'd even started. Okay. And if you ever watch these videos, I mean, they were, people in Texas, they were as big as like wow. Elvis and the Beatles. Wow, that's they were wow. lining up and, and just these mm. young boys and girls were trying to kiss them and give them roses and, and everything. Oh, it was wow. just crazy. Wow. That's crazy. Another oh, great so, episode. <laughs> do you think that wrestling in the beginning was the story that it is now, like the soap opera? Do, was it always, or was wrestling like actual wrestling in the beginning? Back originally in like the 19 aughts, back in 1900. Mm. But then it was like these guys would wrestle for two hours mm. and there'd be no winner. Oh, right. Jesus. Because so, yeah. it, it, it started like in the circus. I was going to say, was this like a circus thing? Yeah. Oh, okay. Right. So, so you had these guys. So fans weren't going to be interested. Mm-hmm. So then it was like they started slowly saying, you're going to win. You've got however time limit yep. you've been trying to do. And then right. it progressed. Then once it got on TV, mm-hmm. they did start getting some stories like the characters. Like I said, mm-hmm. a lot of people, um, I, I talked about this on a whole episode back all the way up. Through probably the 90s, uh, the easiest way to get somebody booed to become a heel uh-huh. uh, was just say you were from a foreign country and you hated America. Right. Oh, there that you go. That's so yep. true. That was so 80s. Yeah. It really was. The Russians. Yeah. We yep. had plenty of... Ru- Same. And yeah. most of them weren't even from Russia. No, of course the, not. Some of the most famous ones right. were big Canada. Big <laughs> Canada population of wrestling. Hilarious. <laughs> and uh, Minnesota, places like that. And probably, they just, be, probably because they wouldn't know them. Yeah. And they would just come in yeah. and pretend to be somebody from a foreign country. Wow. And you did. So you've always had the characters. Uh, you had uh, Gorgeous George. Yep. He was one of the I first. Instead of a manly man, he come out with a valet and a robe and had his hair up into curls. And he was <laughs> wow. playing almost like a ambidextrous. Androgynous. Yes, right. Exactly. 
yeah, uh, a character uh, like that. And and so you've always had the characters, but then as it went on and uh, it became more with the storylines, like uh, my latest episode I did uh, uh, about home invasions. That's always a great angle where a wrestler will go and invade the home of his opponent. Oh. <laughs> and that always sets up a good angle. And I, I talked about my favorite, uh, top five from the last five years. Mm-hmm. I mean, mm-hmm. we just had some recent home invasions on TV where the, the one villain, the heel comes in to his opponent and he's recording it and he goes in and he stands over his new baby's crib. Oh, and you're like, God. Oh God, is he going to, is he going to kidnap him? What's he going <laughs> yeah. to do? What's the, oh. what's the story? And instead he just leaves one of his merch, one of his t-shirts out right. so just oh, to let you funny. know that I was here. Oh, that's funny. So now they're going to have a big blow off match in a couple of weeks. Oh so, God. I yeah. Love it's it. transformed, you know, people being kidnapped, people have, uh, there. So it wasn't quite the spectacular as it was back then, but there's mm-hmm. always been little characters and story beats that have made it interesting. Wow. Um, you know, that have come, that have come through the decades and as they try to transform it. Mm-hmm. And just like now we've got, uh, their event today for WWE, they had their pay-per-views going on right now, uh, in Saudi Arabia. Oh, okay. And one of the guys who got into wrestle, Logan Paul, one uh, of the yep. Paul brothers of from YouTube. We, yes. We and, have posters. And, you know, thank you. <laughs> and he is, he is, he's such a salesman. So yeah. he has fit right into this mm. kayfabe world of, of professional wrestling where it's all about making yourself, getting yourself over. And that's why I do with my, like I said, with me, I get myself over right. and that's it. I've got an episode coming up in the near future. How professional wrestling taught me to lie effectively. Wow. You know. <laughs> Amazing. Um, Chris, I think you wanted to ask something. You mentioned it earlier when we were out. Why do you focus on the heel? Yeah, I'm just going to ask that. Right, okay, yeah. I've always loved the bad guys. Mm -hmm. I just did. Even in a a movie, you know, sometimes they're more in-depth characters. Exactly. There's more nuances layered. Like, Mm -hmm. just any movie, why why are they the way they are? Was it because of mommy daddy issues right. was it because they they got cheated was it because right. some woman spurned right. them right what was it that made them that way and why and that's why i say there's the real truth and the heel truth mm-hmm. a good heel a good villain can turn it around and justify it wow. to where you can almost believe yes. you know what he's yes. got a point there yes. <laughs> he's yep. got a point yep. there You're you know how many so movies right. have you yes. watched that that where it's like yeah you know they, they did do him dirty. They yeah, did do yeah. that. He can almost support him. Yeah. Right. Yeah, I see why he like, did that. I don't agree with it, but I, I see where it came from, right. let's say. So, yeah. like, uh, I'm going back right now. Um, are y'all Game of Thrones fans? No. I watched it at the time. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So, I'm, I'm going back and rewatching Game of Thrones uh, oh, for the new House of Dragon that comes out next oh, okay. year. Mm-hmm. I'm just getting back into it. And there are so many of these characters who are just evil and mm-hmm. rotten to the core, but as you watch their progression right. and as they, you see bits of good in them and you're right. like, what made them that way? To me, that just, yeah. it, it makes it more interesting than just, hi, I'm smiling. I'm a good guy. <laughs> I brush my teeth. I drink exactly. milk. I do everything good. And yep. I'm the hero of the movie. Exactly. Eh, like, that's boring to me. Like Vlad the totally Impaler. That's right. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> exactly. You know, I mean, they, and they've done this through. It's like uh, Twilight. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Sparkly vampires. Yep. No, mm-hmm. I do not like sparkly vampires, <laughs> but you know, and, and that's the thing. They, they were trying to, 
the little things about them and stuff like that, you right, know, because right. I've always said a true vampire, he would have never let Bella live through the first scene. Right. Said it, you know, as soon <laughs> as he got like, her, yeah. he ripped her throat out in there. But, he, you know. Yeah. But, uh, so I'm not a big fan of sparkly vampires. Right. It also reminds me of some of those John Hughes movies from the 80s where, like, there was... There was always like the dick, you know, <laughs> yeah. but you, but then you would find out sort of three quarters of the way through the movie that his father abused him or, or something like right. that. And you'd be yeah. like, oh, okay, so now I get it. Yeah. yeah I think it's yeah. applicable everywhere. All right. Well, I mean, go back, you know, y'all had the episode talking about the outsiders. Mm-hmm. Right. Okay. <laughs> Were all them cookie cutter, clean, good guys? Not no. One, right. No. Right. They had flaws and, you know. Really, if we just looked at it from a good versus bad thing, you might would even say that the the jocks, you know, were mm. maybe maybe in the right part of the time, mm-hmm. you know. But we right. don't. We're we're interested in that character. We're interested, of that. Right. So that's exactly. why, yeah. You know, what is their flaws, and and they're gonna they may have a good heart, but the way they go about it exactly. may be a little there so that's why i love the heels that's why i love the bad guys in professional wrestling because they're just so much more entertaining to me yeah there's depth i think this is where your psychology degree um (laughs) like not i'm not even joking you know like um that clearly interests you sort of what makes people tick and uh sort of going a little like a layer deeper you know to see what's going on okay absolutely I need I to something need. clear. Now, okay. my time watching wrestling was the, okay, same guy that I moved to um, <clears throat> North Carolina with. Again, I had never heard about this. It's like, I don't yeah. even know. Is your name Chris with a K? See, God it's the damn. brunette that makes you. Yeah. 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 Um, okay. So the time that I would wake up on Saturday mornings and watch wrestling with the whole, you know, with him and the people he was living with, it was the Hulk Hogan, Randy yep. Savage, Miss Elizabeth, mm-hmm. Triangle. Yeah. What happened with Miss Elizabeth? <laughs> I never got the ending. I think okay, that, I think so, she got injured at one point. Did she end up in... Well, so Miss Elizabeth and Randy Savage were married in real life. Oh, okay. Mm. I think I knew that. Okay. I think I knew that. But he was very paranoid and jealous. Mm. And so even the little triangle story probably had some hints of reality on it. Wow. Because by the time this started going on, they were having trouble in their marriage. Oh. So some of this, and that's another thing. Sometimes real life bleeds into mm-hmm. wrestling. Mm-hmm. Real life events. Mm-hmm. So she ended up, they ended up splitting ways. Macho Man went on and uh, she appeared every now and then with him later on. But she ended up. Uh, living with another wrestler, Lex Luger. Oh, yeah. And they were both really into drugs at that oh. time, and she ended up passing away, I think, with accidental overdose. Oh, son of a bitch. Oh, God. That's yeah. so bad. Oh, that sucks. That's horrible. Yeah. But see, that's the, that's the other thing about that is they'll bring... And see, now, that's the problem now, and I've talked about this a lot on our show, or on my show, um, is how back in the day... It was the the villains were not seen with the good guys outside. Okay, you know they right. had to try to keep it like it was real. Mm-hmm. But so it was that would have been easier because there was no internet. Right, it was easier. So then, once the curtain got drawn back, and then went social media. Now it's like you meet this person in real life. Mm-hmm. And you've got to put in your brain because mm-hmm. just like in a movie, an actor, mm-hmm. we know that they're not right that villain on the movie right. or the TV show or whatever. But these wrestlers, 
it was harder for them to keep to get the booze in the arena because it is a live event. Right. So, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you know, how to navigate social media. And then as stories would come out and some of them are good, they keep it up. Some of them on our social media, keep up the character. Mm-hmm. Right. Some of them are mm-hmm. bad guys who just show pictures of them and their kitty cat and their dog no. and they're lovable and all right. that. Yeah, yeah. So that is the interesting thing that nowadays to find that balance, because now when you go to an arena, you know there's certain ones you're supposed to boo just basically on command. Right. Because that's but the character. What can, right. what can you do to get them to really like right now there's a guy, Christian Cage, okay. um, and he has been bringing up the wrestlers he's wrestling. Some of them are younger gentlemen. And, um, oh, Beverly Hills 90210. Did yeah. y'all watch that? Yes. Of course. Okay. Well, yeah. Luke Perry. Yeah. yeah. Dylan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Another fact, my oldest son is Dylan. Aww. We named him. Aww. We were watching. No we, way. <laughs> yeah. We, 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 we stole that from that show. Oh, my. Oh, I just. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I'm used to having so, it on the other side. Yeah, yeah. Sorry. So Luke Perry's son, Jack Perry, mm-hmm. wrestles in AEW. I what? think I heard that. Yep. I think it, probably on so, your podcast or one of them. Yeah. Yeah. So when Christian Cage had his little feud with Jack Perry, what is the first thing he brings up? Uh-oh. To get the booze. He starts talking about Luke. Your father no. would be disappointed, <gasps> oh, but he can't be because he's dead. He's dead. Oh, oh my, my god. god. Oh my god. That is horrible. <clears throat> That's horrible. So and he's and done, I get and he got it, booze, huh? Yes. <laughs> For me and too. Every feud since then. There's been a couple other feuds where just so happened these guys have dead fathers <gasps> and he's bringing up oh. the dead father angle. Oh. And oh, it just because it's bringing in uh, real life yeah, oh yeah. and wow. it's helping you know that, oh my gosh, is he going to cross that line? Is That's he, the right. thing now is, are they going to cross that line? Uh, and sometimes they do and mm. they get in trouble because mm. they didn't get it approved. <gasps> and sometimes, you know, it's, it's, it's very okay. there, but again, it makes for a more interesting character. I was now, just going to ask, do yeah. you think that he got the okay to say that about? Oh yeah. Care? I think oh. most of them Ooh. are professionals and they'll, there's every, there's been a few, Stories, uh, CM Punk had been uh, one recently that there were some things mm. that he said that he didn't get approval and other people said to him. And, mm. and and that was the other thing. He got in a fight with Jack Perry. Jack Perry got suspended. CM mm. Punk got fired. So Wow. Behind the scenes. So you have those stories too. So do you think Crazy. that the, with the internet coming out, that's when it was confirmed that this was more of a storyline than it is actually real life. Yeah, because I know, like in the eighties, it was questionable. People like, eh, okay. it can't be real. The, the first documented thing that mm. really let people in on it, even though the internet was when early nineties, mm. Vince McMahon was getting uh, targeted by the U.S. government for steroids. All mm. the performers okay. on illegal steroids. Mm-hmm. So that hit, and also right around that time. Um, the New York or New Jersey Gaming Commission mm. were trying to tax them more oh. because they were like boxing. It was being as a sport. Right. And right. he signed court documents and told them, we're entertainment. Ah, mm. uh, different But a lot of people still didn't catch on. Mm. But then what really started breaking it was uh, mid to late 90s when they basically come out because of some different storylines and different things happen. Mm. Two guys were getting ready to go to another promotion mm. and they had their last match in Madison Square Garden and they were supposed to hated each other. But after the match, they all come out and hugged each other. <laughs> and, a, and a kid had snuck a video camera in and uh-huh. videotaped. Oh, it. no way. 
Yeah, and then there was some other stories uh, with uh, what we call the Montreal screw job. Oh. Canada's <laughs> favorite Bret Hart oh, uh, was going to leave the company, and they sort of screwed him out of the fence. Well, that's still debated today. There's oh. some that say it was there. There's some say, no, it was all a big thing. He knew what was going on. Mm. And it's just some of those incidents, it, it came out there in the 90s. And, wow. But then by the, you know, the the mid to late 90s, everybody knew, okay. Know. But yeah. now there are still some people you will run into, especially <gasps> some old timers that don't get on the internet, don't get on oh, the, that's uh, funny. Facebook and recipes and stuff oh. like that. We'll watch it and still... You know, oh, there's a meme, funny. there's a meme, a famous meme of a little kid and some of these adults that say, you know, it's still real to me, damn it. Aww, so. That is so cute. Maybe they just want, they just don't want to know, you know? It, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so it's, it's one of those things. Yeah. That it's like, mm, oh. I want to believe, you know, I want to believe. I want to believe in aliens. I want to believe the UFOs. Right, you know, I want wait, to believe wait, the Mothman is an alien. I want to believe that, you know. He but is. then I get people like, what's his name? That that astrophysicist, Neil Tyson Degrassi or whatever uh, yeah. his name. Right. Uh, yep. He's oh, no, there's no aliens. No, you shut up. There yeah, are aliens. There are aliens. Yeah, exactly. I, thought, didn't they, I, I mean, this would go off on a whole new tangent, but I think, didn't they release that they have found UFOs and well, yeah, the government said it's. The they same finally thing. had to give up, right? They finally had to admit. You know, to it. I want to. I want to believe in aliens. I want to believe there was a second shooter on the grassy knoll. Okay, because <laughs> there was. Damn it! <laughs> you know, I love conspiracy theories. Yeah. I love this stuff. I yeah. want to believe this stuff. Yeah, you know? most so. of it I do want to believe, but the grassy knoll, I believe it. I know it was. Yes. A, it give me a break. Yes. What's the grassy knoll? I'm totally kidding. Oh, I'm, I'm okay. Kidding. <laughs> I was like, oh my God, here we go. You're a sister. All right. Yeah, before that, we wrap okay, this up. Okay, right there. Right there. Deb, that's a perfect episode for you. Canadian government conspiracy theories. Tell us what goes on in the Canadian government. We don't oh my have a God. Clue. Or Greece. I don't know Greece. Oh God, I mean, there are now, too many to not mention. Ancient Greece, but you know, new, whatever. Find us some. Okay. Find some conspiracy theories from your part of the world. Okay. I'd like to conspire against the Greek government. <laughs> <laughs> Careful, we'll get shut down. <laughs> Actually, the Canadian government's not doing too great either, but that's a whole other story. All right, Chris, but those are some good ideas for episodes. What are we going to wrap this up with? Uh, I'm just going to touch quietly, quickly on Bray Wyatt, and I guess yes. he was a mm. quite, I mean, obviously, I'm not a huge follower of wrestling although i'm really getting into it lately but <laughs> his tragic death i guess was really hit mm. the wrestling world yes yes um uh, and it it was one of those um because he came out he is a uh third generation wrestler mm. his dad was a wrestler and his grandfather was oh, a wrestler wow. Wow. his uncle um was a wrestler so he had this long lineage mm -hmm. And he did something new and different. Uh, well, for we've had him in the past, but you know he come out and he really hit with this cult leader thing from Louisiana. Okay. You know, dark cult, um, and uh, people just loved it. Mm. And then he transformed where he wore like a mask uh, called the fiend, like a devil demon burnt type mask. Okay. And that's another thing. There's a big crossover between horror. Uh, horror and fans wrestling, yep. and wrestling mm -hmm. fans because mm -hmm. we've had some what we call spooky gimmicks yep. throughout the years. Okay. Some of that that border on supernatural, border mm. on you know some weird stuff like Undertaker uh, and things like that. Yeah, okay. so 
he was just very popular because he was doing something different. Mm. And then WWE, right during the pandemic, they released a bunch of wrestlers. They actually fired him, mm. then brought him back, and he started out. And they were doing a great viral campaign to bring him back. They weren't saying they were bringing him back, but they were using the imagery mm -hmm. and flashing up the QR codes that you could scan off your TV uh -huh. and things. Mm. And, and it would send you to a different website with hints and stuff like that. Oh, wow. So it was really cool the way they were doing it. Yeah. And then they brought him back, but then he went away and they really didn't say it. And then we heard there was reports that he was sick and may oh, have had COVID. Okay. And then he, there was rumors he was coming back and then boom, it just hit that he had passed away. And to be mm. so young, you know, and he had like four kids, I think. Yeah. 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 Oh, that's too bad. It's, it's horrible. Yeah. Yeah. So. That's, it's kind of like what you were saying about, you know, make believe in real life because you, you know, he was larger than life. You know, he was just, um, and then and you think you realize that he is, um, not immortal, <laughs> you know, right. he's right. also subject to, he's a human. Well, and that's the thing. If you really look into the number of wrestlers that have passed away young, mm. it is a shocking mm. number. Yeah. It is just shocking. Well, they put the, their the bodies number. through a lot, whether or not they yeah. use steroids is differently, but even right. just using their body. I mean, they, mm. yes, absolutely. Okay. Because that's what people don't realize. The injuries are real. Right. The bumps right. they take are real. You know, yeah. they may know who's going to win the match, but a lot of the stuff they do, you know, it hurts. Right. Yes. Yeah. Well, Deb and I were just talking that's before right. yeah. uh, we started and we were wondering, I don't know, you probably know who we can, um, do they practice these? Oh, it depends. You know what I'm saying? Uh, there are, yeah. there are some of the newer ones, um, that some companies, they will rehearse the entire match. Okay. Mm. That's what, yeah. But the problem with that, the old school guys, because I listen to a lot of those old school, they didn't do nothing. They they got in and what they call, called it in the ring. Okay. All they knew was back in the day that the locker rooms were separated. Good guys were on one side, bad guys were on the other. The mm. referee would go back and forth and just tell them who's going to win the match. Okay. Mm. They would get out there. They're like ventriloquists. The very good ones, they can tell what they're going to do in their little code mm -hmm. and you would never even see their mouth move, never be able to hear wow. it. And they would just, what they call, call it in the ring. Yep. They would just do it. Gotcha. Uh, then as time went on, now some of them will, like I said, there's some that rehearse the whole match. Some of them will go over different things they're going to do in the match, mm -hmm. not actually get up mm -hmm. and practice it, but mm -hmm. they'll do like, oh, we're going to do this Like spot. Like, like football, uh, like they're planning their plays. Right, right, like, yeah. Like, especially if you got a match like uh, uh, ladders have gotten really involved, where they'll hang something from a ladder, and you got a first one to climb up the ladder and get it. <laughs> that started in the late nineties, so they'll discuss that ahead of time. Hey, uh, sometime during the match, I'm going to go up the ladder and I'm going to jump off and do a flip and land on you, or I'm going to pick the lap ladder up and hit you over the head with it, or mm -hmm. we're going to slam you onto the back of the ladder. They'll, they'll, or they'll table the table spots mm -hmm. where they'll they'll put the table and put them through the table, yep, yep. Uh, you know, stuff like that. They'll probably plan in advance and different things. And then some of them, you, you can tell they'll, you know, that's the whole thing is the immersion of disbelief on some of the punches, kicks. And yep. sometimes you can tell it's, they mm. barely hit them, but yet they act yeah. like they get yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> like one of them's jumping out of the ring onto the other one. They'll get in a, you know, like I'm going to yeah. catch you pose. Yeah. And, yeah. You know, sometimes, <laughs> some, you know, but it is what it is. And yeah. you just got to, 
lose again a lose your sense of right and just go with it. Right, the exactly. only thing that i can't get into that that i steal my brain is the invisible camera what's that You'll have wrestlers talking backstage like they're having a private meeting. Oh. How can the people in the TV and the live arena see it on the screen? Right. Mm-hmm. Why was the cameraman there? I need you to acknowledge there's a cameraman there and mm-hmm. tell me why he's yeah. there. I do the same okay. thing like during Kitchen Nightmares and all those things. It's like I love yes. when they accidentally show the camera guy because it's like he's yeah. more interesting. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yes, yeah, yeah. I want to know. You know, though the, those people are trapped out in the wilderness or on an island on a survival show. Okay, right. why didn't you ask the cameraman to help? Yeah. Right, exactly. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Actually, you know, I think Deadliest Catch, the cameramen have actually saved many lives over there. Like, do you ever watch Deadliest Catch? I've watched it some. I know Deb has. I I wasn't as much into reality. Probably the one I enjoyed the most was uh, the... the storage wars where they were oh, bidding yeah, on them yeah, storage yeah. containers. Yeah. Yep. We watched that I was too. like, honey, I was like, honey, we need to do that. We need to go. We can get rich. <laughs> yeah. And she's no, like, no, no. 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 Uh, you have a no. truck you could haul it back with though. So. <laughs> yeah. There you go. I like when Chris talks about the pawn stars because I'm never sure if she's talking about porn stars <laughs> with her accent uh-huh. or, like, <laughs> or like pawn stars. You want to know what? Pawn stars. So the episodes <laughs> that I will be in have started. Oh, God. Oh, but okay. I can't watch them. (laughs) 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 They don't show that series over here. But you're going to the States. I know, but, you know, only for three weeks. (laughs) It's not like I'm living there. Are you going to be... But wait, I thought you were going to be in like one episode. You're going to be in the whole thing? I think I'm going to be... I think I get dispersed between several episodes. Whatever ones are filmed in in Boston, I will be in. Okay, what... Can you get YouTube TV in Greece? Yes. I Okay. Get the free trial of YouTube TV. And see if we can. And just watch it and then cancel the free trial. Oh, do you think it's on there? Because um, we have, like, I have Hulu, and, you know, I have all those things. Yeah, YouTube TV has all just about every channel that Direct TV and all of your cable stuff has. Oh, really? Oh. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, YouTube. I had YouTube TV forever. Then I switched to Sling. But, uh, yeah, we cut our cable called, but YouTube TV usually will do a seven day free trial. Yeah. I'm going to have to check it out. And then you just watch it. There you go. And then cut it off. Yeah. Unless, <laughs> yeah. But, but yeah, it was really funny. I'm like, you know, it's pawn stars <laughs> do America. Because I'm sure yeah. there are porn stars that do America as well. <laughs> Debbie but I'm does not Dallas. in that episode. Yeah. I'm in pawn stars do America. And the only ones yeah. that I can get is regular pawn stars. <laughs> Okay, well, on, on, start. Yeah. Uh, on yeah. that note, <laughs> yeah. on that note, we will not plug the Today We Laughed and Learned OnlyFans. Right. Okay? <laughs> Make that five cents. Ted, no. you're amazing. This is, it's so great. Oh, there's so many things we want to talk about. Like, I think we just touched the surface. Next time we want to have your wife on the show too. Okay. Is that a go? <laughs> and your That'd son. That'd be fine. Yeah. She will, um. But now, see, she's from the holler like I am. And now she has the, I call it the California weatherman accent. Oh. When she's in public or doing something there, she can talk without an accent. Oh. It's just when she gets at home. Oh, my you know, God. Comes out. And but see, I don't know if she would do it for you guys. But, you know, this way I talk all the time. You yeah. know, oh I, I, I wash my clothes and oh. I wash my dishes. Oh, my grandpa used to wash his clothes. Yeah, we wash them. Because when you wash them, they get them cleaner. 
<laughs> you've got a car that has four tars. Oh, I got and, a car that I park. <laughs> okay. And if you're outside camping, you build a far. Okay. Fire. Because a far is hotter than fire. And if you go to an old country church, you might catch a little bit of Holy Ghost far. <laughs> And that'll take you far. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god! Adorable. This has been amazing. Yeah, it I really think has. my teenage daughter needs to be taken to her wherever she's going tonight. So I have to go. Uh, oh my god, Ted! Yeah, really, you. seriously, thank you so much. Oh, this has been so fun. We've been looking this has so been forward fun. to next it. Time, next time, I will go in and tell you how. Also, through all this. I was also a uh, or, ordained minister and what? a pastor what? for a while. You, no, no, you're lying. You are lying. No, I'm not. No, Ted. I'm not. No, I'm not. We have to do a part two. <laughs> no, I'm not. I actually, uh, uh, I actually did my oldest son's wedding. Oh my oh god! Oh my god! <laughs> oh, saving the best for last. Yes. God damn it! Yeah. I mean, oh, sorry, you're a minister. <laughs> no, no, but see, that's the, that's the even wilder part of it. I grew up Protestant, was an ordained minister in a Protestant mm-hmm. and a pastor in different things for 20 years. 20 years? That's yes. what you were doing those 20 years. God, I knew and there was a gap. The, and then the last five years, I converted to a Catholic. Oh. So now I'm Catholic. I oh, thought you were going to tell me you became my. a cantor. And you <laughs> going to say i became canadian so so that's another dynamic of our family me and my youngest son became catholic oh my my wife is still baptist and my oldest son and his wife are greek orthodox what (laughs) you're you you know you're really something that is is your son's (laughs) wife greek orthodox greek no, she's Italian. Of course she's, she's Italian. From New Jersey. Of course she's Italian from New Jersey. Now, come on. So, of course, they yeah. would be Greek I, Orthodox. Why not? Wait, is, because I'm thinking in Serbia. Look at now I'm thinking about face. their daughter because Serbia. And now, Serbia is primarily Orthodox. A Serbian Orthodox. Right. Family. Oh, so do they but, have to switch? No, I mean, no. She will just uh, she will just go to their Orthodox church because I don't even think she'd gotten baptized uh, mm. when she was born. Oh, so oh my! They're going to do all that, but the, yeah, the Orthodox because uh, he brought home some icons and some stuff that he got from a place that he went over there. So yeah, so when we sit down and have every now and then a religious conversation, <laughs> he can go all sorts of ways. Oh you know, my go god! All these things. God. Okay, now I I don't want to. I'm not going anywhere. I'm getting yeah, going. So, <laughs> yeah. And, okay. And then I'll. Eat, and and then we can even talk about back in the area where I grew up with, we used to go to the old regular Baptist church that allowed no musical instruments, mm. lined out singing that they got from the Scots-Irish that migrated into the Appalachian Mountains. Oh, Jesus. Oh, my God. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Okay, I, I'm, I'm trying to get over speechless. not being able to say Appalachian anymore. Yeah. Appalachian. 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 Appalachian and you live up in the holler. <laughs> oh the my holler. god! Now, what is the holler? Is it like a very small in between the two mountains? Oh, well, holy oh, hell! The we'll valley. It's just the, the holler. Usually, there's a creek that runs down, and I live so far up in the holler that the sun didn't rise till about ten in the day, oh, no. and it go down about three p.m. <laughs> oh Jesus! That's and a... I, I lived on the north side of the mountain, so when it would snow. You know, Ooh. our snow didn't melt till April. Oh, it would be oh. bad. Well, that's okay. normal in Canada. Was it a yeah. creek or a crick? Just... <laughs> uh, 
it was pretty much a creek, you know, but every now and then it'd be a creek. But you'd catch minners out of it. Minners, yes. Good old little yeah, tiny minners. minners. Oh little tiny minners. God. And I walked to school barefoot uphill both, both ways. ways in the snow. Oh, my God. I, yeah. I can't deal. Okay, yes. Okay, we are definitely committing to a part two. This is a part two we will do. Yes. We don't okay. commit to actually doing it right. most of the time. Ted, let our listeners know again where they can find you. Hill Truth Podcast. You can find me on all of your audio stuff. You can hit me up at HillTruthPodcast at gmail.com because I'm not on social media as far as the Twitter. Uh, but you can hit me up there. I am on YouTube. You can watch videos. We may be getting ready to get on a, some other social media platform, but we're trying to work on that. Um, you know, cause I'm hearing the young people tell me Pinterest is where it's at. Hmm. So, uh, you know, that may be where we have to go. Uh, but <laughs> anyway, you can find me there. Uh, just check it all out. And again, but thank you guys. And definitely check out today. We laughed and learned, Aww. leave them some five-star reviews, send <laughs> them some you. emails and just check everything out. Like I said, the five-star reviews, leave that it on Spotify and the other ones that you just hit the five-star rating button there. You can Aww. still do that. And, uh, there you go. Oh, you God, are the best you. hype man. Oh, my God. Yeah, well, I I have nothing more to say about no. that. Ted, thank you so much for taking all this time to hang out with us. You're welcome. Been Couldn't a long time coming. Yeah. <laughs> all right. We'll be in touch for that part, too. Okay. So, Deb, okay. I think today we can definitely say we laughed. Oh, yes. And learned all about our Fred 10. What? I was going to have oh. Ted do it. Oh, sorry. Oh, I think Ted the Heal Millie Heal. T E D T H E H I double L B I double L Y H double E L. Did you just get possessed for a second? No, no. I was just putting a double L in. Like a lot of L's. Good night, everyone. Thank you. Thank you.